With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Guys, we're officially in the dead of the offseason. Free agency is basically over. Summer league's about to be over. There's basically nothing interesting going on. So, I figure today's the day we're going to start with our position rankings for the year. We're going to make this thing we do every summer. We're going to do point guards through centers, do our top 30 in the league. The title says every point guard, as if we're doing like all the starters. I lied. It's a top 30. I just wanted to make you click the video. We love lying over here, boy. Professional <laughs> cappers. <laughs> man, man. We're going to give you guys our top 30 point guards in the league going to next year. We're going to do a brief summer league recap, talk about the in-season tournament, which I know Donovan's a big fan of, and then do a bunch of TikToks for y'all. It's going to be a good episode. No, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Listen. There's nothing going on. We're going to hit these lists. These lists are going to be <laughs> yeah. made. All right. We're Y'all are getting ranked to death. I'm ranking everything yeah. in this hundred <laughs> percent. And while we ranking these, go ahead and leave a like, subscribe. Yep. Go True. ahead. Five star review across all podcast platforms. And let's get to this. Yep. Check out the merch. Check out the merch in the description. Y'all see this? Nice embroidered hoodie for you guys. We got blue. We got green. We got black. We got all of it. Let's start with the Summer League. And obviously when I say that, we have to start with Victor Wimbanyana since... That was the biggest storyline, obviously. How could it not be? First game he came out, had not a good game. I don't know how you, how, how you describe it. It was a stinker, off- at least offensively. He yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, he was still good. He had like five blocks. So it's like, okay, the, the defense is going to be fine. He couldn't he couldn't yeah. buy a bucket, then came out. Well, listen, first off, everybody thought that like the world was over. They Everybody thought that like <laughs> after, after one bad game in summer league, like, oh, yeah, we got him figured out. Like, he's a fraud. Like, relax, <laughs> relax. They're calling him Booty Gobert. <laughs> Are you serious? That's crazy. Booty Gobert. That's crazy. I've never heard that. That is a top tier NBA you were basketball. Him that. I, nobody, nobody else said that. that was, that's an Isaac special. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Lots of overreactions, like you said. Just for him to come out in the second game and fucking dominate and look like the number one pick that he's supposed to be. It was quite the roller coaster of NBA narratives. Oh I love Let's, it, dude. I love it. I think during his first game, he put up like what? I think he shot up like <laughs> two to two was like two for thirteen or two for fifteen, something crazy like that. Yeah, and it was pretty much a stinker. And people have their people. I don't know why, but a lot of people, casuals probably, are overly attached to summer league and how good or bad whatever prospect is playing is like yeah. i remember a couple of summer leagues ago like five years ago at this point trey young had one of the worst summer league performance i've seen in my life he literally played like julian newman averaged like 12 points <laughs> shot like 33 percent from the field from the field it was ridiculous but that ain't mean none like anything whatsoever and in that same summer league kevin knox looks like a Giannis mixed with uh kevin durant breed donovan that, th- those are some of the best times as a knicks fan no, See, I'm, I'm not listen it was, i was ready to raise a banner for, for how good for how good kevin knox was playing he was <laughs> yeah man look at this tweet and the kill just pulled up when be on his summer league debut i didn't really know what i was doing on the court but i'm trying to learn <laughs> trust me oh my god we could tell i cannot believe we could tell that. I like it, though. because So, if we talk about why he played like crap, it's not surprising, right? His season just ended a few weeks ago. His EuroLeague season went... The calendar was a lot different than the NBA year. 
So he just finished playing, then went on a month-long media tour with the draft, and then, so during that month-long media tour, he's not playing, he's not on the court. So, of course, he didn't come into that first summer league game rusty, plus I'm sure he had the yips because it was the first sold-out summer league game ever, so there's got to be crazy nerves so there. So crazy. Literally, the first one ever in the history of the summer league. Isn't that nuts? We should have been there. That, that didn't happen with Zion? No, this is the first one to ever sell out, that big-ass arena. Wow. That's so sick. Okay. Yeah, so it's not that shocking he had a poor first game, you know? And the fact that he bounced back the second game was even less shocking. Yeah. But it's all, what also isn't shocking is the fact that a lot of idiots had to get their get their take off that, I told you, I told you he was a fraud. I told you he wasn't better than LeBron, all this crazy shit. Yeah, I told you he wasn't the best prospect ever and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, not to say that I, I think he is, but, like, bro, Wemby is him. Simple as that. And even through his bad game, Everyone saw a lot of flashes, and through those flashes, people just love to hate, bro. I get it. I understand, but I'm not the, to the degree of hater that a lot of you guys listening and watching <laughs> this podcast are. People were raving about this. Um, I think it was a uh, he was driving down the lane after a it was a fast breakaway, and he did a dribble move, open court. He had a teammate to the left of him, and he attempted some fancy pass. For someone that big and that and that like tall, it's gonna be fancy, and that was highlighted, clipped everywhere because it was just a beautiful pass, beautiful vision. It was like a no look too, and yeah. someone around. was like, "Oh, I seen I seen Boban go or Bobo do that like eighty times," <laughs> and it was just like straight up cap. <laughs> yeah, there you have it. Like, shut up. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely it was funny because you had during the game you had Doris Burke losing her mind at everything you did. He hits this is a simple move, and she was, oh, my God. <laughs> but so some people were annoyed by that. But then you have stuff like that, like you said. You have times where he blocked, uh, what was his name, Kai something, the guy who went to UT? Kai, Kai Jones. Jones. He blocked Kai Jones standing up. He didn't even jump. He just put his hands up and blocked his ass. Like You yeah. saw those crazy flashes of just like raw skills with that size that you're like, this is this is what I want to see in the summer league from this guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, yo, it's, I, okay, tell me if y'all feel this way. I... And I don't want this to sound like mean or dehumanizing, but it probably will. But like, <laughs> oh but like, but like, I don't see Wemby as like a person. Like, it's very hard to see him <laughs> as a person. I still, it's just like, I don't, it, it's still hard for me to process that a dude is this tall, right? This tall, this fast. Like, he feels, he doesn't feel real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I Terrible choice of words. That better, but like, he Worst choice feel of words. Real. Yeah, you're right. He he feels <laughs> abnormal for for I'm an bad. NBA court. We'll throw the flag on that one. Uh, oh, that's so funny. But yeah, yeah. yeah just, doesn't, you're right though. He seems like a like a thing right now. I I don't know how to like, <laughs> categorize it. You know, a thing. <laughs> I tell you what it is. Please, All women feels like is a two K created player like he's max length max speed zero weight tons of handles he's exactly what a lot of people used to spam and i think believe i believe it was like 2k15 you know that's when the first that's when the term demigod was firstly introduced and then we've seen like different versions of that with thon maker and bull bull and whoever else you want to throw in that category but this is quite literally like the best version of that since we've quote unquote gone since I guess you could say Kevin Durant. So. Yeah. Yeah, and there was um 
like just play that in a kill showing right now. There's a lot of signs like this where his handle is just like crazy, but he doesn't quite finish the bucket. So you see those signs, but it's not quite all put together yet. And I think obviously it's summer league, don't want to take away too much. But I think this is a good representation of what his rookie year is going to be like. Where yeah, you see all the flashes, but he's not quite the score yet that people might think he's going to be just because of his raw skills. Like he's going to come into the league being an elite finisher. Like if he has a point guard to set him up, he gets any type of advantage on the lane. He's dunking everything. He's going to pick and pop and be a crazy floor stretcher. But he's not going to be creating off the dribble for himself. Not going to be averaging 26 points per game or anything crazy like that. I think that's going to take a while to come around. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think that's fair to say. Like saying all this stuff to should not be like to any surprise because like almost every rookie like it's going to take some time to adjust to the pace of the game the quote-unquote physicality how things are called and also like the 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 how widespread the floor is it's incredibly hard to play defense in this league because this made this league is now made and tailored to high impact and volume offenses so it's going to take a minute um luckily i feel like personally the best in one of the easier positions to play is probably like Maybe not not a big man spot, but it's definitely a hell of a lot easier to navigate than being a guard when you have so many layers of the offense. When you're the center, you see everything, um, and you should be the focal point in the defense. So, um, yeah, it's gonna take some time. I mean, but, maybe maybe he's already said that like that the NBA is less physical, you know, than and there's been a lot of guys who have come over from Europe. I remember like Lucas saying that that it's much easier to score in the NBA than it is in Europe. So, I. Like, yeah, we're going to have a couple of those, like, tempered expectations, but he's probably... Loud ass phone. Yeah, but, like, he's probably he's probably going to be <laughs> a little bit better than, than we thought. Yeah, I, I think it just comes down to... It's not necessarily a physicality thing. It's more like a high-level defense thing, and um, just, like, this skill set of self-creation isn't quite there yet. Like, he's a lot to refine there with his footwork and all those type of things. But he's going to walk into the league maybe being, like, all-defense-level defender. Like, he's Probably. gonna be the Probably. best defender in the NBA by like year three. It's Bro, be if you don't have to jump to block anybody, yeah, like you have a you have a massive advantage. Like he's gonna he's yeah. gonna he's gonna be fine. More than Man. fine, he's gonna be impact defender. Like Evan Mobley was top three in defensive player of the year voting this year. Was it year two or is it year three? I can't remember with him. I think it's year two. Yeah, year two. Yeah, he was top three defensive player of the year voting. That's the same type of shit Evan uh, Victor's gonna be on in year one. He's gonna probably be like second team All NBA defense. I think. Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to talking about the generational player that he potentially could be, that's the type of stuff that like should translate so easily because being an that elite of a defender, like your first day stepping into the NBA is not normal, you know? Who are some of the like who are some bigs from the past you could say that's came into the league like as a day one impactful as defender someone I think who could be that also is like Chet Holmgren, who had a fucking fire. Um, He had an amazing summer league. So he's in that exact same vein. Yeah. We're going to, the next decade of defensive player of the years are going to go to Victor Wimbanyama, Chet Holmgren, and Evan Mobley. They're going to sweep this bitch for the next three or four years. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) Yeah. That is the next archetype that every GM will be fiending and just, screaming for bro yeah bro that they're, they're that, that's gonna be very mold changing they're gonna a lot of them might play four too a lot of the rumors are hanging around san antonio's they're gonna have Wemby play like an oversized four with a big next to him to like you know allow him to roam and use his defensive playmaking and not have to like smart 
go down the red bigs right away. Listen, small ball might be dead because we have these new guys coming in that are mobile and can be huge, stretch the floor, do all this in the power four position while giving the impact yeah. of a center on defense. They're they're, yeah. they're going to change the game. Those three guys. That's that's an elite assessment. I love that shit. <laughs> let's uh, let's use that transition to some other guys that were impressive during summer league. I know you said Chet Holmgren was amazing. He definitely looked too good for summer league. He can he might be in the running for rookie of the year. He might win that thing. I think if I was to put my <laughs> vote today, this is my overreacting to summer league take Chet Holmgren. He played like an all-star. <laughs> this man played <laughs> like he is winning rookie of the year, and it's not even close. Unanimous, might I say. Okay, relax. Women uh, Yana's going to be there. Okay, come on. <laughs> come come on. on. This Women Yana's to summer league. What do you expect? Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay. Listen, if we're talking about overreacting to summer league, did you see a man Thompson? Oh, oh my goodness. He's that no. is my he got it. That is my guy. That's my he favorite prospect in years. Listen, he's, he's my guy. Listen, <laughs> no, listen, Amen was crazy. Amen was crazy. Him and Scoot Henderson in the short time that they played, they are the ones if we're really gonna be overreacting. They're the ones who are gonna win rookie of the year over Chet, over Victor. Like yeah. those guys, those guys came out, they dominated from the start. Like there was no there's no two for thirteen games with them. There's no like waiting stuff out. They're here and I I'm a big fan of both of them. They would they would Same, man. Yeah, Dude. Scoot's impossible not to like. Scoot is awesome. He's just that next prototype yeah. athletic lead guard. Like he's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Ten out of ten. What every or or like he's like easily just the next new wave of like young, stupid athletic point guard who's just likable and hella influential. We saw Bro, trade like, Dame right with... now. Give Scoot. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what Dame the package is. is. It, listen, Let him cook. Exactly. I don't care if, if <laughs> all you get is. Jovic and a first round pick. Take it. Scoot he'll make it work. Jovic? Scoot's gonna Scoot's gonna make it work. Okay. Scoot <laughs> is fantastic, bro. He's yeah. he's yeah. awesome. I know uh, Nikhil's to... showing this tweet on screen right now of me raving over Amen Thompson. I've been telling anybody who listen how much how great this guy's gonna be for the past month, ever since I like the draft process started and I like learned about him when he did at OTE. I made a video um on my TikTok where I said he's gonna have the athleticism of Jaw, be a better passer than Jaw. Being six foot seven and be a lockdown defender, like that's just like the recipe for a super soldier Rajon Rondo. He's gonna be amazing. And people in the comments were like, "Oh, better passer than Ja. Get off his meat. How does it taste?" <laughs> yeah, you're you're. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You're kind of riding a little bit too hard. With that one. <laughs> it's true. I, under, I understand. It. It's true, bro. But he's six foot seven, lead guard with lockdown defense. God, why do you have to use John there? <laughs> you know why. It's hilarious. You know why. I know. John's <laughs> the line right now. And I think that, listen, a man, he's not going to be playing around with guns in the offseason. So, like, he's going he's, he's gonna to be there, right? So at least, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> at least he's going to have a, the availability over John. Like, that's going to be that's gonna be fantastic. See, so I just, one I, thing <laughs> that I'm, like, thinking of when I, when I see when I see how much he's cooking and just how – effortless and just how fluid and just everything just comes to him and it just feels like what you saw in the basketball court he'd been seen that 10 seconds ago he just like has a yeah. time traveler in his head and so i'm like bro i don't know how long you keep this man on the bench for like i know you just signed fred Van Vliet to that big ass bag for like what three years so it's like i ain't gonna lie like there's gonna it's gonna be like real awkward when once fred Van Vliet is either a like sitting on that bench or like starts to have his Ball handling duties, duties like relinquished. Well, because, it's, listen, like, it's not gonna uh, be. It's not gonna be Fred. It's gonna be the other six, seven dude who just got ninety something million dollars. He's gonna yeah, be exactly. the one. That, he's gonna be the one that's on the bench. 
Yeah, exactly. Fred is very capable. Fred is very capable of being the off guard. That's how he's probably succeeded the most back in that championship team playing next to Kyle Lowry. So, like, they can have a man be the point guard. Defensively, he'll guard the three, but he'll be the leader of the offense point guard wise. Fred, the two. Jalen Green, essentially the three. That's That's the best way to use them. They're going to have a log, bro. They're going to have a log jam of talent. If they have those yeah. three guys that start eventually, Tari Eason and Jabari Smith both also look like they were too good for Summer League. They should probably both start and then Sangoon at the five. So where do you put Dylan Brooks? Where do you put eventually Cam Whitmore? Like you can't start Tari and Jabari if you're gonna start those if you're gonna start a man. Like they're gonna have some problems on their hands trying to figure out who to give the most run to. It's, Let's listen, see who listen, cooks okay. the most. It's gonna be like okay, but that's a problem for down the line. I, all these guys are not gonna be fantastic immediately out the gate. So it's like it's it's going it's I promise you, Houston is going to be in the trenches this year. Yeah. They're still going to be losing no, fifty games, right? They're going to suck. So all those guys are going to have. Think they will. They're they're going to lose, and they're going to have all the opportunity Dude. in the world to figure out what lineups to go together because there's not going to be <laughs> there's not going to be one dominant lineup for the Rockets. No, yeah, I don't mean like in terms of winning games. I'm more so mean in terms of development and prioritizing mm. who's the future of your league. Who's your future of your team? Because I didn't even mention Kevin Porter, who they're still is going to be a good two guard for them. Oh, no, he's, the out there. he's out of there. He's out of there. Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter is a good player, but he should be your shooting guard on the bench probably. But it's so okay, there. so Cam Whitmore is going to be the guy out of the rotation to start the season. He's a rookie. That's fine. But like the main thing there is they can bench Dylan Brooks. That's they can live with that, even though they paid him. That'll be fine. The biggest concern there is Tari Eason deserves to start. He looks like a demon in summer league. Him and Jabari Smith, and you can't start. Amen and and Tari Eason, unless Sangoon is off the bench and Jabari Smith is your five, which is kind of weird. Ew. That's so gross. it's more so just like a prioritizing what your future is going to be and giving the right amount of burn to guys who deserve development time. It's it's not the, like you said it's a good problem to have, but it's going to be something to figure out. Yeah, uh, exactly. Let's let's wait to let's wait to preseason because there's a whole bunch of guys who can come out here in like most saying earlier. Kevin Knox <laughs> is out here killing it in summer league. And then we get to even preseason. You can't even hoop with these guys. <laughs> let's let's wait two months, right? I want to see you in an actual NBA arena and see how you can play in preseason before we come out here talking about oh you you deserve to be uh, to be developed right now. Shut up! No 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're okay. You're okay, Tari. You're okay. Isaac is right though. Tari is like that absolute demon, and he's someone that a lot of teams like myself. I am so jealous. He's not a part of the Hawks. He is every bit of what we need right now as a player. And the Rockets have a fantastic issue, but this is just like issues that all teams, every elite team that you can think of, that has reached that championship contention contention level. They've gone through their issues. They've had to make tough decisions. And if the Rockets are trying to become a competent front office, they're going to have to go through those decisions. The Denver yeah. Nuggets went ahead and went through those decisions when it came to uh, arguing and battling over Nikola Jokic and Yusuf Nurkic. You know, it's like things like that are just naturally going to happen. So, yeah. If they get to a point where they can start Amen Thompson, Tari Eason, and Jabari Smith together, I don't care who's around them. That is going to be a nightmare to score against. Those three versatile defenders at 6'7", 6'9", and 6'10", that's, that's going to be incredible as a, as a defensive starting point. Dude, we haven't even talked about Sangoon at all either, who's been like, at least last season, was like the best spot about the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got a crazy it. promising future. I guess we should move on from Summer League. Do you want to spend too much time on it? It's going to be a long show. 
But man, this, this it was it was a very impressive start for the Rockets specifically. I think they're the biggest winners of summer league besides Scoot and Wemby, which who we knew would be great. Shout These out to for the Rockets. And Chet, who we also knew would be great in year two in summer league. <laughs> Before we get to our top thirty list, let's talk about this in season tournament that they officially announced. Donovan, I already know you hate it. So tell people about the in season tournament. Okay. So I actually don't hate it as much as I used to. Let's go. But I'm very skeptical just because I just like, okay, so basically like you're gonna have thirty teams all thirty teams are gonna play. They're gonna be in like the the groups have already been decided. And so but your groups aren't gonna be like they're not restricted to just teams in your division or teams in your conference. It's just like four random teams from those thirty, eight teams advance, and then you get into a single elimination bracket. Then there's a final four that's in like the middle of December or at the start of December, you have your semifinals and your finals. And then the the winning the winning team ends up getting, well, I, I forget the, the specific amount of prize money, but that's that's basically the stakes. It's like you're playing for just a little bit of, of extra bread. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. I don't, I don't love it right now just because I don't think that if money is the only incentive the guys who are on the 15th, you know, the guys who are at the end of the bench, those guys are making more than what you're making from the, from this. Um, the, from They are making more than what you are going to make from the in-season tournament. Yeah, but it will be, like be like a fourth of their salary. It's a nice bonus. The, ulti- the ultimate goal is obviously still the Larry O'Brien trophy. I don't, right, at least for right now, I don't see why, why would I play Jason Tatum and all these other people in this tournament for to to try and like push and go for all these things when like I'm still low managing or, or doing all this other stuff. I also don't think that it's smart for them to like okay, and th- this is really the part that I'm kind of like confused about and why you would do it. Statistics would count, and this is for from a tweet from Woj. Stats would count for the league's regular season, except for the championship game of of the event. Yeah, because every I, game in I, this I, is going to be part of the regular season. The only added yeah. game is a championship. So and if you I, say why wouldn't why would teams care about it and why would they play hard for it? it they're just regular season games. There's nothing to change. Like they're, they're just regular regular season games. Yeah, I don't know. And that's the, and that's from, the and that's my that's my point. I under, listen from a business perspective. I understand why the league did this. You can't go and ask ESPN, TNT, hey, give us three billion dollars more than what you were giving us last time, right? You have this like twenty-seven, thirty billion dollar TV deal, and then you go and ask them to, to take games off the table. I understand that, right? But my my thing is, if this is basically just going to be part of the regular season, then you still have the problem that you have before, which is, hey, we have this long season. And nobody cares about games from October to December. And now we just have like these things where it's like, okay, we have like, it's, it's the end season tournament, but it's still the regular season. And it's not like enough of a distinction. I, I don't think they've done a, a great job of separating the two. Everything you said though, there's no downside. Like there's nothing to have an issue with. The thing is they only add one extra game to the calendar. So nobody has to add extra games to be like, oh, why would we push ourselves for this? Like, you don't have to. You just play four games, and these four games happen to count. All the games are going to be on the same days. So on random days in October, we're going to have fun nights as fans where this is a play-in camp- This is a tournament night, so all these teams are all playing for that spot. It'll just make a random Tuesday fun. We'll get that four times, and then we'll have two teams that play one extra game. That's it. And that team exactly. will 
get this like it's just only thing that comes in this is added fun and a random bit of interest in the middle of the season nothing is being taken off the table for anybody it's purely just adds a small element to the middle of the regular season to add a little bit of flair it doesn't fix the exactly. regular season but it's just that makes it a little bit better it's, it's marginal improvements with zero negatives and when it comes to specific teams and players and front office thinking like why would we care about this of course it like you you, you have to try to make the majority happy and i think the type of teams that would actually try to put their best foot forward towards this in-season tournament are teams that are trying to figure themselves out. Like if the Indiana Pacers were to go ahead and match up with a team like the Houston Rockets, who are several steps below them in terms of their process of rebuilding, that's a good-ass sign if you're the Houston Rockets. And if you're a Houston Rockets fan, like you just sparked a whole entire new in- level of interest because and through this tournament, that would that wouldn't have happened prior to this season, you know? It so I think happened. it just adds so another you, layer. It, it would have happened. They played them twice a year already. No, but this, it's going to be like a pseudo thing of like, you know, we always say a lot of young players need to play games that matter. This isn't the same thing as like playing a playoff game, but it has a little bit of them. Let's try harder tonight and gets them into that mindset of like, you know, you playing games that matter. Like I said, like it's what, what does it matter for? What are we playing for? The, Interest. Well, again, for, for them, well, for, for, for the for fans, money, for, for them, it's money. You okay? $500,000 for a guy is not nothing. For to go out there and do just try hard for four games of regular season, we're not asking them to fucking lift mountains and make an, an extra 16-game playoff run. Like, try hard a few nights and you can win half a million dollars. Like, for LeBron James, it doesn't matter. But for most of the league, that's like, oh, that's a sizable amount of money. It might be an eighth of my yearly salary. If I got your yearly salary and say, go try hard a couple times and you'll get an eighth of that as a bonus, you'd be like, oh, sick. Let me go try hard tonight. Like, it's not nothing. We'll, we'll see. you. The But the idea that, like, and the re- and here's the reason that I don't think that it's like a massive like oh this is cool now and I I I think um, Chris Ryan he was talking to, to Bill Simmons about it and he was like all those cups right because this is Adam Silver is trying to make this more into like a soccer ish right like a European soccer style league where you have like you have breakoff tournaments you have the FA Cup you have like Champions League and stuff like that. And he's like, the reason why you care about all those other cups is because you have history about it. And so, like, this is going to be the, like, the inception point of that. And so, at least for now, like, this season, I don't think that it's, like, fantastic. So, in the, in the for the next, like, five to ten years, I don't see this being something where it's like, oh, wow, like, the in-season tournament. Also, very underrated thing, but the um, the marketing for this has been terrible. It's been absolutely terrible, and I, you guys, it's no, just an you, announcement. We'll you guys, you guys are gonna laugh. You guys are gonna laugh at me. <laughs> the fact that this is called the in-season tournament is stupid. You should have had a, you should have had another name for this. The the WNBA has this entire setup, but it's called the it's those tournament games are you play for the commissioner's cup or whatever. You can get a lot more people behind it if you call it something better than just the in-season tournament. It's it's. It's so bland. I can it's, agree to that. It's so bland and it's so nothing. And it doesn't You know it's going to be called the Kia tournament in like a year or two. They're going to brand the shit out of this with the sponsor. Like that's Again, for sure. Branding, brand and listen, we do not get me started on the branding. But a branded name is something completely different from having an actual name of or, or whatever. But it's like I see this going the same way that people are going to treat like the Western Conference Finals MVP or the Eastern Conference Finals uh, MVP is like okay yeah like we can have it but this doesn't do anything like I'm still not interested in what we're doing here 
You see what I'm saying? Then, yeah, yeah. But then at that point, if you just like saying you're not mood, it's not the best thing in the world. All right, that's not okay. So then it's still not a negative, you know? People are acting like yeah. this is the worst shit in the world. Why the fuck are we doing this? They're doing too much. Like, why? Yeah. Why is there so much negativity? Who cares? If why you think it doesn't mean you? <laughs> the best thing you're doing too much like just, bro just relax that doesn't mean anything you just, just want to complain like there's no negative yeah exactly it's just a want to complain type thing i like I, you're right donovan like it'll, no one really cares about the eastern conference or western conference player of the whatever but like it's just another layer of interest and it gets you talking and thinking about the game a little bit more and a little bit longer like People were actually sitting over here and having debates about Caleb Martin, Caleb Martin winning that Eastern Conference award over uh, Jimmy Butler, you know, and it was an actual talking about because that dude went ballistic um, in the Eastern Conference finals against the Boston Celtics. So it was just like another layer. It's not meant to go ahead and fix the entire issue of the regular season. It's more so an attempt to put the whipped cream, an attempt to put eventually add a cherry on top whatever that cherry is to hopefully fix whatever issues that you still believe in that you still believe they have so i see no bad in this whatsoever it's a good experiment and they should try this and this is like the best way to go ahead and try to expand your league and also the interests and just have the nba lingering a little bit more in your head it's wacky yeah, bland <laughs> like just just like it just doesn't it doesn't do anything i'm looking at the group right now nikhil pulled it up east group a has the Pacers, the 76ers, the Cavs, the Hawks, the Pistons. Even in that group, they played those teams four times a year. You, what is your ready. You are ridiculous. Already. <laughs> if you think, if you think people are already not tuning in to Pacers Pistons, and you think that just because you put on this in-season tournament that they're gonna be like, oh wow, now we actually have to have to tune No, no nobody thinks not. that. Nobody's saying it's gonna be the NBA finals. They're what not. the fuck are you talking about? They're not. They're not. It's not supposed it's, to be and I'm, again, and I'm not saying I'm not saying it has to be like the Straw biggest ass arguments. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it has to be the biggest <laughs> TV spectacle in the world, right? But the but the idea that just because you throw on this little label on it and now we just like fix something, there's all there's going to be there's going to be games in this tournament. That do the exact same thing and and may not add anything to the regular season. And so this idea that like, oh yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna like, if you can have that, then your tournament means nothing because you're playing the tournament for some type of stakes, and it's not adding any stakes to a majority of these games. Your, your argument is just based on the fact that this doesn't change the world, and nobody's saying it does. It's, mar- it's marginal, I small amount. Just said I don't need it to change the world. But if you, if the Pacers and Pistons games, those in season tournament games, are going to look marginally different than a regular Pacers. Correct. Game. It's group play. This isn't the, the, that's group play. That's not the bracket. That's before the bracket. <laughs> that's before the tournament. You know how this works. That is supposed to be marginally different. Okay, Commissioner so Smoot. You, if you, are, if you right, tell if me right what now, you would do. If right, now, if right now, you are saying that we can just punt on, on some of the, of the group play games. No, we said punts. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying right now, I'm, I'm saying you have games in this tournament that already we know are not going to mean anything. They're already no, they will mean something. They'll mean group play. You're saying they won't mean anything from a fan perspective of caring. And I'm not saying they're not gonna, nobody's going to care about every group play game. That's so irrelevant to the overall impact of this tournament the bracket is what's going to be interesting not the group play part the group play part will be somewhat interesting but there's a reason those games count as regular season games because that's just the lead up that's not commissioner crazy what's up what would you do to go ahead and fix this then what is what is the better way to go about this to help build more a little bit more intrigue because that's the 
That's the entire intention with this to build a little bit more intrigue. What would you do? You have to add some some better stakes. And so I don't know if I don't know if like the if the winning team and one of the things that I would be wary of is adding is adding a stake that makes the future feel kind of like gamified or anything. So like in the like in previous years, the MLB, if you won the All Star game, you got home field home field advantage. I don't think that that is like that shouldn't apply here, right? And so like that's where mm-hmm. I, that's one of those situations where I think it feels like gamified. But if it's like okay, every everybody everybody here, you can get um, if you if if your team if your team wins at least from a front office perspective to discourage against load management games in these games you get a, an extra pick in like the supplemental draft or you're able to to you know maneuver around the salary cap this way at the extreme end right if you if you want to be if you want to be crazy it'll never it'll never happen but like listen if you win you get a no trade clause right like like, just, oh. like you, you know what i'm saying like it, but like things like that that will actually matter to the to the players in order to add stakes immediately and i just don't and the the real issue is that the NBA season is really really long, and that you kind of need yes. to like cut down on the games. But like, obviously, you can't do that because you have like this billion dollar thing. And so, but I just don't think that this is like. I don't, I don't. I just think it's bland. I don't think it it does it. I'm not in. I'm not in love with it the same way that like that you guys are. No, we're not. That's 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 a disconnect. We're not in love with it. We're just like no, it's not a negative. It. So who cares? Amazing. <laughs> you, you I just think, think that people complain about everything when there's no negative. They're just like, I think the positive could be bigger. Great, great argument. It's a valid. Thanks for no, being, no, no, thanks no, no, for being no, negative no, for no reason. No, no. Thanks you for adding take, nothing to the conversation. You are taking, <laughs> you are taking valid criticism, and me saying, I, "Hey, you're asking me like, hey, what's your what's your issue with this?" I give you my issue, and it, I I feel that that my criticism is very valid in this sense. And you're just like, "Oh, you're just complaining to complain." No, I'm not talking about just you. I'm not talking about just you. <laughs> Your point of wanting the bigger stakes is totally fine. I agree. If if they could add like the winner gets a 15th pick, that'd make it better. I agree. To- there there could be a way to make it better. I'm more. So, I'm not more so talking about you specifically, but the online backlash of like people acting like it's the stupidest shit in the world, like it's making the league worse. And they, the overall reception has been dramatic. Not necessarily just your points. We'll see. We'll Agreed. see how. We'll see how how it turns out. I can't. I am. I want to see. Somebody bring me the numbers, the ratings for that oh Pacers Pistons game in group play. Please let me see it. <laughs> Dude, that's the part it. where you say that stuff. I'm like, okay, now I'm against it. what you're saying. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness. Wizards Hornets? You're saying, group B? Group B? <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't if wait for biggest, that. If your biggest point against it is no one's going to care about the first game of the Jazz tournament. Blazers? <laughs> <laughs> the point is the last uh, game listen. of the tournament, not the first one. <laughs> oh my God, yo. Scoot, let's move on to the top 30 list. <laughs> Scoot Henderson versus Walker Kessler. Oh my goodness. That's kind of oh sick. Put it, put it on the marquee. Put it on the marquee. <laughs> you're, you're joking, but we're going to leave TNT guys. off with this. Relax. This man is one of the greatest Relax. haters of all time. And I <laughs> Such love haters. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Hating for, no, for what? <laughs> you prefer uh, that that game just means absolutely nothing instead of almost nothing. Like, all right. <laughs> It's not constructive. It's just could be cooler. <laughs> it doesn't add. No, anything. I, I, I gave you. I gave you the things that I think we can. We can do a little bit better. But like, I agree. The stakes could be better. That's definitely true. Just, I I love the idea of it having a draft pick, but I don't think the teams would ever want that. I think they would hate that idea. Yeah, exactly. They need to set this up to where the winners end up playing 
we need to get this champion this basketball champions league going the winner of these you play you play the best teams in europe and do all that go ahead and dominate right make it feel very global if that's what adam silver is trying to do right mr silver get the champions league going get it set up <laughs> that'd be cool that'd be cool if any of those teams could actually compete reality yeah. is real madrid comes over here and gets butt blasted by the thunder like it's not gonna it'd be embarrassing for them <laughs> yeah exactly that would be that would amazing. be sick that though. would be amazing i would but love that it's just i would you man i think in a couple of years once they figure out the kings and the kings and also like up the stakes a little bit more we're gonna be thinking about this or comparing this probably not at to as much but the plan was a fucking fantastic addition <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> i love that meme. that's, that's hilarious right. are, y'all re- are y'all ready to get to these point guard rankings so everybody's here for dude let's yeah do we're, it. we're an hour in just getting to it this is crazy <laughs> good grief are you about semantics about the in-season tournament branding what are we doing <laughs> all right we're gonna do the same thing with this we've done with previous ranking videos you guys have seen them we're going to rank 1 through 30 of the top point guards. And we're going to do this by first revealing our 26 through 30, then 20 through 25, of uh, 14 through 19, etc. We're going to go by blocks of five until we get to the top. Just poked my eye. God damn, bro. I look like I'm crying on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was so clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll start first. I'll send you guys my 26 through 30. Who um, I have at number 30 is Markel Fultz. Lit. Number 29, Gabe Vincent. 28, Spencer Dinwiddie. 27, Monte Morris. And 26, Tyus Jones. Very solid. Tyus Very Jones. solid. This part of the list is bleak. Straight role players. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. This is, I, my list looks pretty a little bit different from yours, but um, I'm not going to war with any of that. I just see Tyus Jones. I feel like he's a little bit too low, but... Solid list. I think Mar- Michael Foles should be higher too. Higher than Gabe Vincent is kind of crazy, but I'm not gonna. Again, who am I to argue Marco for Foles versus Gabe Vincent? This is not a <laughs> this is not a sicko podcast. I'm not yeah, <laughs> if you debate me about Mar- Gabe Vincent versus Markel Foles, I'm fucking walking out that door over there. Yeah, block me for life. <laughs> I will do that, but we're on air right now. <laughs> I have no strong opinions about those two players compared to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, right. we, we, we can breeze through these first five. These first yeah. five are... Right, here's I'm my favorite role players. <laughs> I'm going to send mine. My list, is very, my list is very similar. So at 30, I have Gabe Vincent. At 29, I have Markel Fultz. 28, I have Dennis Schroeder. 27, I have Mike Conley Jr. And then 26, I have Spencer Dinwiddie. So... Okay, wow. Dennis Schroeder on there is interesting. Yeah, I put Schroeder on mine too. Same okay. spot too. So you don't have Monty Morris. Is that on purpose? You don't think Monty Morris is good enough? No, no. I would, I would rather, I would rather have have Dennis. I think Dennis. Wow. I, I want to, I want to reward Dennis, and because I've seen, like, I was, I was thoroughly impressed by what, by what Dennis did last year in the, in the playoffs, and I think even though that like Steph was still able to to get off, I think there were a lot of games where he was able to to kind of you know make Steph un- uncomfortable. Um, his shooting. His shooting really came back once he once he got um, you know back back to the Lakers and stuff like that. I I like shooting. I just I listen again. Like you said, we're talking about about role players. We're talking about guys that are fringe starters, right? They're gonna come in. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna be your starter if somebody's hurt. And 
at this point, I'm going mainly just intangibles. I've seen Shooter do it for a number of teams, and so I I just like Shooter more than Monte Morris. That's very okay. that's very fair. Plus, no yeah. one was really watching the Wizards last season, my boy. That's just the facts. <laughs> Shout out to all the Monte Morris fans. They're they gonna um, watch so him next 30, year. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Once that tournament comes around. Oh my god. <laughs> So at 30, I have Kyle Lowry. At 29, Andrew Neffard. Uh, did I say his name, last name right? I feel like yeah. I almost never do. But I Neffard was a shooting guard. I'd include him. But that's a good pick. Yeah, anyways. 27, Dennis Schroeder, just like you, Donovan. Mm-hmm. Uh, 28, I put up. Oh, say my bad. 26, I put up Jaden Ivey, rookie. Had a good season. I see the flash. I see the player, but I can't put him any higher, but I don't want to him off this list. And then at 25, I have Cole Anthony. Cool dude, nice dreads. <laughs> nice dreads. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, hey, the, he up the shooting percentage too. So we're at the point <laughs> of the list. Him. This is straight vibes. This is just straight no analysis. <laughs> yeah. Just like now, nah, I, I like like the way he hoops. <laughs> yeah, I like his social media presence. Pretty active. <laughs> yeah, Nemhar's yeah. good. I think Nemhar's a shooting guard, so I didn't include him. But if we're calling him a point guard, that's a good pick. I didn't put Kyle Lowry. I didn't. I kind of just like wrote him off because he's old. But like, yeah. I don't hate. So he do you showed have up Gabe in Vincent the playoffs. So do you have Gabe Vincent on this list? No, I actually left him off this list. They started Gabe Vincent over Kyle Lowry. I, I can't justify putting Lowry above him at this eh, point. That is that is very true. That is very true. But when Kyle Lowry <laughs> did show up big in the uh, NBA Finals, like it was there, and so I don't something know. about him's big. All right, let's move <laughs> <Okay>. on. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what okay. should happen. Let's move on. Let's move. On. <laughs> yeah. I'll send my next five. Uh, what else do you have? Uh, you have Jaden Ivey on there. Yeah. I mean, if we're going it's off like last whatever. year, come on. But I, I, next year, he'll probably be a top 30 point guard. For sure. I'll send you guys my next five. This is where things get interesting, I think. My next five at, what is it? What is that? 20. Oh, I forgot about Derek White. Damn. Yeah. 25, I have Malcolm Brogdon. 24, I have Mike Conley. 23, D'Angelo Russell. 22, Alex Caruso and twenty one Derek White. A lot like of defenders. That. That's good. That's yeah. good. Listen, we're we're here. I'm a I'm gonna send mine just because it's just because it's very similar. At least you got the same list. Kind of. I have Tyus at twenty six. Then I have then I have Russ. But then our next three, 23, 22, wow. and twenty one are the exact same. D'Lo, yeah. Caruso, Ooh, Derek. You White. have Russ low. Ooh. Yeah, there's there's still a lot of there's a lot of other guys that I would rather have than than Russ right now, but like he's definitely just listen right there in that lower third, upper third, depending on the night. But like, yeah, that's kind of where we have him. Okay, Man, I I'm sick. the Clippers tenure saved him for me. I I'm giving him some benefit of the doubt that the Lakers situation was just awful for him, and I saw enough on the Clippers to think that. He's probably roughly still similar to the caliber player he was the Wizards, just with less usage. So I moved him up on my list, but I'm not going to go to war arguing that Russell Westbrook should be high. He is a shell of yeah. himself, so I get it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, we have the same I, top so three. Here goes. I, I, well, I'll go, I'll, I'll go real, real quick before before you rattle those off. I just think yeah. I have D'Lo a little bit lower just because – I mean, not D'Lo. I have Westbrook a little bit lower. His lack of shooting just means that you can't put him – on on a lot of teams and his his skill set is like very very specific and you need him to do one thing and so that's why he drops for me 
Yeah. Yeah, man. For sure. I he definitely is not the yeah. most versatile player on this list anymore yeah. at this stage of his yeah, career. Yeah, exactly. And I put that, I added like versatility and also like the ability for me to plug and play you anywhere on any of on every team. I added that element to this to this list. So sadly, I ain't gonna lie, it feels so sickening to say, but I'd rather I'd pretty much would rather have every other point guard or every single point guard on this list over him. That's why he didn't make it, bro. Oh, he's, he's not on your like, list at all? Right, no, he's not on my list. Oh, you're yeah. telling he's me I list. have Russ the highest on this list? That I is know. Char- that is character development. I know. Shout out to you for that, man. But I I'm had gonna, to look myself whew. in the mirror before I did this list. Couldn't do it without <laughs> me. So at I have Monte Morris, Fultz, Mike Conley, D'Lo, and Spencer Dinwiddie. You have Dinwiddie above D'Lo. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I do have Dinwiddie above D'Lo. His IQ is a little bit higher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like the way he talks. Um, I think he's better <laughs> defensively, but like obviously like he's not really moving the needle there. But really, it's the inconsistency, the wild inconsistency of D'Lo. That was a weird cut. We had some technical difficulties, but we're back. Are we ready to move on to the next part of this list? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember what we were talking about. So <laughs> let's go. Get top back to 20. where we were. Top, top 20. 20. Okay, so I'll send my 20 through 16 now. This is where, this is where it's supposed start. to get interesting. Yeah, we're, now we're going to be debating. At 20, no I have Marcus mid. Smart. At okay. 19, I have Russell Westbrook. Ooh, wow. okay. 18, Fred Van Vliet. 17, Chris Paul. Oh my God. 16, DeJounte Murray. I just realized that I left two people out. Okay. Not the end of the world, but... Fred Van Vliet, I don't think he made my list. And also, Marcus Smart probably didn't make my list either. This man did not prepare. <laughs> I prepared, but I was looking at the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. I, so, again, I have Russell Westbrook much higher than you guys do. I I don't know how good I feel about putting him above Marcus Smart. I, if I'm you're building that, a team... You're letting those I'd, two playoff games get to you, I think. <laughs> if I'm building That's a team, I'd probably rather have Marcus Smart. But I can see a world where... With the right fit, Russell Westbrook is still a better player overall. So I'm giving him the respect of like how good he is as a player. Yeah. But building a team, I'm never gonna pick Russell over Marcus Smart. I don't think. Yeah. So your list is busted then. No, I think Russ is a better player. I don't know. Like it's hard to team building wise versus how talented they are. I don't know. It's difficult. How do you feel about Fred Van Vliet versus CP3? That one was hard for me. I think they're damn near pretty even. Fred Van Vliet may be a little better just because he's not as old and he can still get to his spots and all that. But I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough conversation to have. Just depends on what you dramatic. People are a bit dramatic about CP3. They're actually can't do anything. Like, he's not completely cooked. Like, he's still a great passer. He can do a little bit of stuff. He's just not the on-ball scorer he once was. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's, like, useless, though. No, I mean, he's he's definitely not, like, useless. But I do. I have I have Fred above CP on my list. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll send mine. If Fred was an efficient scorer, it'd be no brainer for me. But he's also not a particularly good scorer, so I didn't think the gap there between him and CP three was big enough to make That's up fair. for the passing gap. Once again, another jarring cut. Most camera turned off again. <laughs> We're back. We're good. When the trench is right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Technical difficulties, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. How do you guys feel about DeJounte at 16? I like it. I like it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah he, I struggled to rate him because he was probably a little bit better than that with the Spurs. Then last year, I don't think he was super impressive with Trey Young, but 
I don't really blame him. I think the fit's bad. I don't really know where to put him. I think individually, like, when it comes to what he did in the playoffs, he was phenomenal. One of the only players to keep a consistent level of play, except towards the back half of the Celtics series. But um, I feel like DeJounte at times, like... He, I, 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 I go back and forth between myself for him being overrated and also, like, underrated. Overrated because defensively he can't guard guys like Jillian Brown and, you know what I'm saying, like, other premier two guards. But at the same time, like, when it comes to just overall being on in everyone's business defensively, I think he's that. And on the offensive side of things, like, he's a weird shooter. Like, he shot better. It seemed to me like he shot better off of the dribble than like on regular catch and shoot threes. He's like, and it's like pretty substantial too, which is so freaky. Um, so I don't know. Dejounte's weird, but I feel like that's a pretty good rating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. You want to send your list, Donovan? Yeah. Let me. We go ahead and send it through. Um, so at 20, I have Marcus Smart. At 19, I have Dejounte Murray. At 18, oh. at 18, I have Tyrese Maxey. Um, at 17, I have Chris Paul, and then at 15, I have Fred. Um, okay. For, for me, for me, those four guys, like 16 through 19, mm-hmm. I I see the case for all of them to be 16. Like, those guys are very, very interchangeable for me. I'm not, like, these are not hard rankings at, at all. Uh, the reason that I'm putting Murray, that, the, the reason why I'm putting DeJounte. <laughs> That's so and, crazy. And the only reason why, and, I like, it's this actually isn't, like, hot hating. But I think he's a little bit overrated on defense. And Definitely is at this point. I, I think I think he's yeah I think he's a little bit overrated on, on that end. Um, the the stuff that he like just last season the fit between him and Trey it's not really his fault that he like got dealt there and he's not able to like be this you know this full like on ball creator and stuff like that. But that's the situation that he's in, and I just still am kind of. I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to make of his entire career because half of it he's been, he's, he was injured for a lot of the early part, and then once he got going, he was just on a terrible Spurs team, and now he's on this Hawks team that's like, it's a weird fit. So I'm still trying to understand where to, where to put him. If you want to put him higher, fine. I'm not going to fight you on that. Tyrese, yeah. Yeah. Tyrese, I have him above him. I, I'm a huge. Ty- that's Tyrese the one fan. that that's the only part I have issue with. I can't put Tyrese above Dejounte. Why? That's crazy as hell. Why? I think I think Dejounte's better at everything. Dejounte is a better scorer, better defender, better passer. Like he clears him in every aspect of the court. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the argument for Maxi is. I think one. I think Maxi has it better shooter. Yes, I think I think Maxi is a, is a better shooter. And again, I think I'm I'm giving Maxi the benefit of the doubt because he played next next to Harden. I understand that. Like I literally just. <laughs> I just said for the opposite for for Dejounte, but I'm I'm giving I'm giving him that because in the spots where where James was was out, and even even last year whenever whenever Maxi was playing point guard with the Sixers with this team, he was still very very effective. And so I'm anticipating Maxi to get back to the point guard position. I think James is probably gonna like he he's either not gonna play. At, at the start of the season for the Sixers, or he's going to be dealt for that. So I think he's going to get back to the point guard position. So in terms of like a positional fit, that's where I'm going to have him. I think CP is above him for everything that we just said. He's still crazy smart. He can still run an offense. Um, he can still put people in the right places. And then yeah. and then Fred, I Fred is not the most efficient scorer, 
Um, <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> yeah, but I also think that he, out of everybody, might be in the worst situation because that entire Toronto offense, oh my goodness. like they're just not in, they're just not in yeah. any good situation. That whole half court offense is trash. Terrible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's it's trash. And so it's like I think I think this season going going with Houston, I think he's going to be much better than than what he was. Oh, I, I can buy that. So yeah. So that, yeah. that's his efficiency mind. last year was also bad because he had a really cold stress of three point shooting to start the season. Like he couldn't buy a three; it was pretty absurd for like two months straight. So I can see that. The thing is, he's always been a bad rim finisher because he's like tiny. So yeah. like that's never going to come around. But the jump shooting is definitely better this year, I would think. And maybe with a better offense that actually creates advantages for him instead of him just like shoving round pegs into square holes <laughs> nonstop. I I, I I could buy that. I can see that for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and send my list in. Again, I forgot to put Fred VanVleet, but he would definitely be in this exact same tier. <laughs> and there's a name in here that probably is not, no, that is definitely not in the same tier as you guys. Oh, and I can't wait that name is <laughs> Tyus Jones. <laughs> Maybe I'm a Tyus Jones fan. I'm a Tyus Jones, like, super fan. Hell, call it that. <laughs> you but are. I think I would definitely have him. I'll definitely have him over, uh, or Fred VanVleet over Tyus Jones. So at so at, what is this, 20 through 15 or 20 yeah. through 16 or whatever? Yeah. So I have Malcolm Brogdon, Tyus Jones, CP3, Anthony Simons. I haven't seen him on you guys' list so far. I think he's a shooting great. guard. I, I, I consider him a, a, like a legit two. He's definitely a shooting Ooh. guard. <laughs> okay. You know what you can do? Wow. We'll, we'll let you do. Replace him with Fred VanVleet and you're good. Just swap him. Damn. Simon's going to be on next yeah. week's you, list, so go ahead. Gonna and him there. Are you going to fight Van Vliet over? No, no, no. I, I'd rather. I'd, I'd, I don't know why, but in my mind, I see him as a two, as a as a one, maybe just because of the size or whatever. Yeah, but definitely I don't two. care. Yeah, let's definitely. Yeah, let's definitely go ahead and put Fred Van Vliet at two instead because it's that's very fair. Um, and then at one, I have or at this one right here for you guys watching right now, uh, Dejounte Murray at sixteen. So super dope. Okay, I think so. Me and you agree on Dejounte. So, if, so let's say you have DeJounte, Fred, CP3, Tyus, Malcolm Brogdon. That's pretty much aligns with us. You, so you didn't put Marcus Smart on your list? You forgot about him too? I literally forgot about Marcus Smart. Yeah, I said that earlier. <laughs> do you want to Do you want to amend that? Do you want to amend that and shove him in here and put everybody down? Or Instead of Tyus it? Jones? Absolutely. No. Okay, so you put him above Tyus Jones and put everybody down one? For sure. Easy. Okay. All right, cool. Can you... Uh, Nikhil, can you write that down, fix his list, and put Marcus Smart between CP3 and Tyus Jones? So I can yeah. remember to edit that in. <laughs> so who's 30? So Kyle Lowry gets knocked off his list. Bye-bye, Kyle. <laughs> Damn. Are you serious? <laughs> I love him, though. It is what it is. Yeah, Nikhil, you have his list written down wrong. It's not in the right order. It's, I can, Anyways. Yeah. It's all good. So CP3 below. Okay. Yeah, so you're pretty much now pretty much the same as us. We all have these guys in the same tiers. I'm going to be interested to see where we rank Anthony Simons next week when he actually counts because he's going to be a fun guy to rank. Yeah, I'll send my next one. We're finally breaking into the top 15. This is interesting for sure. Here are my names. At 15, I have LaMelo Ball. 14, Drew Holiday. 13, Brunson. 12, James Harden. And 11, De'Aaron Fox. Wow. Okay. I am not particularly. I'm not particularly confident about this, these rankings at all. So if you have a big <laughs> problem with this, you can sway me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I like these. I, no, I like I like all of these. I think Fox can definitely be higher. 
Um, Higher. I, okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, but I don't think you you haven't been a yeah. a big Fox guy, kind of. You guys love De'Aaron Fox, man. You guys. Yeah. I I don't I don't I find myself on the opposite end of De'Aaron Fox love a lot, just because I feel like he's very good, not great at anything. Like he's a very good scorer, not incredible. He doesn't have. I don't quite buy into his uh, perimeter shooting enough to make him like a great playoff scorer. He's a good enough. He's a good solid passer, not an elite passer, not an elite defender. I just feel like he's very good at everything, but not doesn't have any great skills besides running really fast. And that listen, uh, <laughs> being being a very above average player in the NBA, and then making him like the third fastest player in the league, that's a great combination. Right? Like, I agree. That's I agree. That's pretty fantastic. That's why he's the 11th best point guard. They're just like, you'll see. The name, we'll, we'll debate the names above him because I, I wow, think dude. he could be 10 or 9. Those are the hard ones I had to decide between. Like one from Jamal Murray. If you wanted to tell me De'Aaron Fox is better than Jamal Murray, I wouldn't kill you for it. But we'll get there when we get there. Do you guys have any problems with the rest of this? No, I don't. Uh, I like I like where Brunson is. I, do I think I'd rather have Harden over Brunson at this point, for sure. Just That's close, though. That's close, right? It's not, yeah, it's not outlandish, but I think like throwing the playoffs, go ahead and throw in just how consistent Jalen Brunson is also during the regular season too. I, I probably would rather have Jalen Brunson, but it's not bad at all. And also Drew Holiday ahead of Lamelo Ball. That's a tough pill I had to swallow when I was making my list. I literally have that exact same formation. Nice. Um, so it's right for now. Yeah, <laughs> def- definitely true. People, the crayon eaters, as you call them, are gonna hate that, but it's true. Yeah. But I will say, I think LaMelo Ball is going to fly up this list this year. I think he's going to jump into the top 10 with a big year of four. I hope yeah, so. I, ho- exactly. I just hope he plays, man. It feels like it's been a while since like we've seen him. Yeah. Hoop. He just needs competency almost, around him. Yeah, exactly. I almost let uh, let him off the list because I just haven't seen him play in a little Left LaMelo off the list? Off the I top 30? I didn't, though. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I almost. Okay. I almost didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Donovan, send your, send your 15 through 11. All right. At 15, I have LaMelo Ball. <laughs> at at uh, 14, I have Drew Holiday. 13, Jalen Brunson. At 12, I have Kyrie. And Ooh. at 11, I have James Harden. James Harden over Kyrie? Yes. That's... Okay, I have Kyrie stupidly high, I think, compared to you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is I this a... Uh... Listen, the cases for, for LaMelo, <laughs> Drew, Brunson, those are kind of there. For James, the reason why I think that James is the best out of all of, out of all of these guys is one, he's clearly just the best passer. Like James Harden can roll out, yeah. James Harden can roll out of bed and get tennises. It, it doesn't, and I think that that like separates him. If we're talking about like, I don't, I don't know. He's, I, I think that James, when he wants to be, is he's a better defender I think than than Jalen, and that's just because of his size. He's a better defender yeah. than, than Kyrie. He can at least you know do some do some stuff in in post defense. There's just like as long as I'm not relying on James Harden to be the one taking the shot at the end of the game, I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> and so that's what, but yeah, I think he's I think he's the best out of these guys. And then Kyrie, elite scorer, very underrated passer. Right, he's gonna. He's going to improve your offense fully. But listen, if we're just talking about <laughs> what, like, if he's if he's going to be there, is he going to come in and my whole situation is going to blow up in my face? I have to account for that. If he wasn't the way, that, <laughs> if he wasn't the way that he was, he would probably be higher. On my list. But yeah, so I didn't account for that. But so he's I have, yeah. so like, 
you just have to drop them. Because yeah, that's, that's fair. That's going to happen. I probably should have accounted for that because we're talking about like who would you rather have or whatnot. But I, I didn't account for that. I tried to be unbiased against the fact that I think he's insane. So I just like just went off how good he is at basketball. But I, I, I can respect that. Yeah, for me personally, too, like I was on the same wavelength as you, Isaac. Isaac I'm like, yo, like if they're both going to flame out, I'd rather harden, not embarrass me and flame out in the brightest lights <laughs> than like Kyrie just be out in like the That's middle true. team. But like, yo, if he was here, though, like I was like my team would be in a much better position. Yeah. So it's just about like how bad do you want to go out? I'd rather not go out in the brightest lights like Harden. <laughs> so at 15, I have Lamelo Ball like all yo. 14, Drew Holiday. I know that this will change once the season starts because I feel like, like you guys, Lamelo Ball is going to have a he's going to have that leap of because of consistency and just being a little bit healthier and development around all his other teammates stuff like that. 13, I have James Harden. 12. I have Darius Garland. I had it. I, I don't know if this is me being kind of tough on it. On too fucking not. low. It's too fucking low. It might be. It might be too low. It might be too low. But at eleven, I have the guy who outplayed the shit out of him in Jalen Brunson. So maybe ah, it's like recent shout out, Listen, shout out to the I'm Brunson really... love. I I appreciate it. I disagree, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, no, I, I don't, I don't think that somebody on this it, on this but... panel is giving Jalen Brunson. Love, like I that. think the Jalen Brunson praise is less crazy than the. I don't think having Jalen Brunson at eleven is bad at all. I just think if that's gonna be the case, Garland should be like ten or nine. That, mm. That's the thing. Like I'm, I Jalen Brunson could definitely be higher. I think his playoff run was incredibly impressive. I think his numbers are very similar to Jamal Murray. He just didn't have Jokic next to him. Like he was averaging twenty seven and extremely high efficiency for those first couple rounds. So I get it. Yeah. I just think it's not Garland's fault. They got absolutely punched in the mouth in every asset in that series. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I, I still have him in the top 10, obviously. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, he just had one bad playoff series. And I don't think that that is who Darius Garland is. Um, but overall, I just think that Jalen Brown, like the, the word you like, to, I said Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, the word you like to use, I think is like playoff proof. And I don't think there's a way to go ahead and game plan and scheme around Jalen Brunson like there is potential ways to take out Darius Garn out the game. So I don't know. It's really like I'm not I'm not I'm not going to war for this at all whatsoever, bro. I'm not going to war for it at all. Now we're going to war about Darius Garland. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to stand on that shit. (laughs) I ain't standing on shit. (laughs) I'll flip my wrist right now. (laughs) All right. I guess let's get in the top ten. This is tough. At number ten I have Darius Garland. At number nine, I have Jamal Murray. You sicko. Yeah, no, <laughs> just blew his nose into the mic. <laughs> no, uh, Keep the going. mic is right here. Out Keep of going, <laughs> At nine, I have Jamal Murray. At eight, I have Tyrese Halliburton. Seven, Kyrie Irving. And six, Trey Young. Okay. Ouch. Okay. How do you guys feel about this? I'm Ouch. with it. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I... Um, we we talked about Kyrie being a little bit lower and like the the difference in in there. I like the fact that you put Jamal Murray over Darius Garland. Um, yeah, he I, deserves it, right? Yeah, like just coming coming off that entire playoff run, that entire finals run. I think Jamal is gonna gonna get a, a lot of love um, from, from us, from you know everybody else else in the media. Like this is he should have his respect this year. He's probably gonna be an, an All Star finally. Like 
No, hopefully. Yeah, what, what Jamal what, what Jamal did in the playoffs was was very very impressive. So I, I like that you put him over Garland. Halliburton versus Kyrie was difficult. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. That was so tough. I went. Uh, what came down to it is I would rather have Tyrese Halliburton. I think and like on paper I think that at first. He's an incredible passer, 22 points per game, up, upper trajectories off the charts. But I was like, come on, if I'm trying to win a playoff series, am I really going to pick Tyrese Halliburton over Kyrie Irving? I don't think so. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, Kyrie is an unstoppable playoff-proof scorer, like you said, about Brunson. I, I'm, if I'm trying to win a basketball game, I'm going to pick Kyrie Irving. That's fair. I can't hate you for that. I can't hate you, I can't hate you for that at all. Oh, man. I – oh, man. It's just so tough. That, that's something that I had a tough time with, too. Oh, I'm about to sneeze again. Good grief. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, in the, allergies. In the, in the meantime, I'm going to send my 10 through 6. We're going okay. to see how this goes. Oh, you finished you finish scaring me. So, at, so, at, so, 10, so I have, at 10, I have Darius Garland. At 9, I have De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> 7, I have... No, 8, I have Jamal Murray. 7, I have John Morant. And at 6, I have Trey Young. You John Moran is seven? Yes, I do. Wow. That has Are to you... do with some on-course stuff, huh? Yeah, you're, 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 you're definitely including the gun toting into this. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> no, yes, I, I am. But, like, if I did I did the same thing with Kyrie, I have to do it with, with Ja. And I think, I, I think at this point, like, I, after the first time, you can kind of, you know, listen, we'll put that behind us. We'll move forward. What he's about to, what he's doing right now, and the way that he's affecting his team is ridiculous. And and so, but also there's there's arguments that I have for for everybody above him. We can get into that. I have De'Aaron Fox at at nine. I was really really impressed by what De'Aaron Fox did in the playoffs last year. And I I think that if he doesn't break his finger, like the Kings, the Kings probably win that series. Like he was really really good. And I I want to he average twenty seven. Exactly. I want to give him the the respect. Like we just said, Jamal, he's coming off of this crazy run. Ja, Ja's fantastic, but he's out here doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and now that's messing with your availability. And whenever we get to, you know, top five, top six and stuff like that, all these guys above that are either massively better than him or are much more available at this point. So that's why I'm that's why I'm dropping him down. He's probably if he's if he comes back and he's like the John Morant that we know and there's no other problems and he's like gonna be there, not gonna be a distraction, cool. You can you can regain your your um your place up top. But I can't I can't in good faith right now put him in the top five. Nice. Okay. I can understand that. I, it's a similar thing with Kyrie where I try to just be like, all that stuff is for sure a factor. I try to just say, let me remove that bias from my head and talk with them as basketball players. But if we're doing that, I can. I have no issue with that. There's definitely a case that you'd rather, all things considered, build around Trey. Isaac, you're better than me, man. You were able to move that bias around your head, out of your head, not me. It's staying in me. It runs through my veins. So <laughs> at number 10... I have Jamal Murray at number nine, Aaron Fox. Number eight, I have Kyrie Irving, which feels weird, but it is what it is. At seven, Tyrese Halliburton. And then I have at six, Shea goes Alexander. I know you did not put Trey Young above SGA. What you did I sicko. just say? The you bias sicko. runs through my veins. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm not sicko. just going by 
For Trey Young, I will bend every single rule there is. For him, all right. Pause. Nah, this is nasty. I, we can't allow. I, this. I am. I am doing it for that. Man, we can't. Allow all right. This. I'm Pause. But I've vetoed. Listen. We can't allow. This. What is this? He's twerking for Trey Young. This is crazy. Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's dropping down and getting I his eagle it. on. He's making his knees touch his elbows. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. Okay, but let's focus on this list specifically right now. All right? So, Shay, I think there's a clear gap between him and everybody else under him for now. Except for maybe Kyrie because, like, we already know what he is. It's just other things that's holding him back. All right? So, as for Tyree Taliburn versus Kyrie, I had that exact same thought process, Isaac. But at the same time... I see just how good offensively he is and how good he, he Tyrese is at getting other people involved and just the fast-paced motion of play. I just feel like you can damn near pair him, pair him up with anybody who likes to play any style of basketball, and you're going to get to the – you would probably get to the promised land with Tyrese Halliburton. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, so um, – but if you're to put Kyrie above him, I'm not crying playing because he's literally Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> And so, as for Fox and Jamal Murray, like I just feel like Fox, I don't know. I, this is this is very flippable in my mind too. I'm not standing to the ground with this whatsoever. But with the type of first round series that De'Aaron Fox had as the hub of the offense, um, and just constantly being just like that dude with not the greatest supporting cast around him with great supporting cast but not the greatest i just think i just gave him gave the nod over to him over jamal murray okay. but honestly now i think about it, i might have jamal murray over him. i don't know this, really depends on how I feel <laughs> this man him. does not want to stand on anything <laughs> Hell no. the only thing, there's only one thing i'll stand on all right only one thing i'll stand on it's also that <laughs> and that's the trey young slurp rents a gawker <laughs> I am a certified munch for Trey <laughs> Okay, time for the top five? Top five. At number five, I have Shea Gildas Alexander, four John Morant, three Damian Lillard, two Luca, one Steph. I, even just now before I sent it, was debating so hard between Ja and Shea for four and five. I cannot decide who is better between those two guys. It's crippling me how much i don't know the answer to that question i gave the nod to jaw simply because i feel like he's a better driver of offense that his penetration creates for others more is more of an engine of offense while shay's unique abilities are more centered about him getting his own he isn't as much of a creator for others not to say he can't do that but i think jaw's a little bit better which is the deciding factor between two great scorers i don't feel good about it at all that's funny. Shit, I could have made your life easier to say Trey Young better than both and then bump one of them boys off <laughs> this the list, guy. but you wanted to take the hard route. I'd pick Shea 10 times over 10 over Trey Young. It's not even and close. 10 times over 10? It's not close. Ten, it's so ten crazy to 10 say. times out of 10. That's a bit much. That's right. a bit much. I'm, 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 right, just sitting, is... I'm, I'm just sitting on Trey. I'm kidding. <laughs> now, Trey's in the same tier. Those three guys are definitely in the same tier. Yeah. But yeah, I think the top three is pretty cut and dry. I imagine we're all going to have the same top three. If we don't, you're sickos. So, oh, for sure. Uh oh. I see Donovan's. Uh oh. You don't have Dame number three? Oh my God. Will we? Let's see. Send your top five. He's lying. He's trolling. Nah, I'm capping. I'm capping. All right. <laughs> number five. I have Tyrese Halliburton. Woo! Number four. I have Shane Gilgis Alexander. Three Dame, two Luca, one stuff. Um, okay. We're going to talk about Tyrese at, at five. Tyrese, at, Tyrese is in the category and in the tier with him. 
Trey, Ja, Shea, right? Like that's kind of right. Anywhere from, uh, I guess yeah. in my case, four to down to like seven or whatever. He's the best passer by far out, out of, out of all of them. Well, Trey's close. By far? He no, is a, he's, a, he's a better passer than Trey Young. And I don't think that it's close. I don't. Damn, I Luka, don't. Damn. I don't. I but Tyrese Tyrese is Tyrese is there. He, he didn't say Luca. He's talking about that tier runs five or six. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. out of all out of all of them, they're all either mid or below average to defense. So I'm throwing that out, right? <laughs> like they're they're not like lockdown defenders at all. Tyrese is also giving you 22 points a game on crazy efficiency when he was healthy. The Indiana Pacers, who we all thought was going to be tanking, were fourth in the Eastern Conference. They were winning basketball games at a very, very high level. I think that Tyrese is going to come back this year. He's going to be healthy. He has he has Bruce Brown to, to do all the dirty work. Jarris Walker's there. Like he should be good too. Miles Turner is a lock. Like the Pacers are going to be good, and it's going to be because of Tyrese Halliburton. And he's he's like he's him. He's fantastic. So I have him at five, and then Shea. Shay's just a one-man wrecking crew. I'm going to get buckets, and then I'm going to go shower, and I'm going to put on the hardest fit that you've ever seen in your life. And I'm just and, you, and then, there's just nothing that you can do about it. Like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be on House of Highlights in at 8, and then at 9, I'm going to be on League Fits. He's, he's, he's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. And for him to be on an offense last year with rookie Jalen Williams, who, listen, he was good, still a rookie. Josh Giddy, who's still, who's still finding his offensive game. Lou Dort to not have Chet and then to bring that team as far as they did him averaging 30 they won a playing game and we're listen I know I understand that they got destroyed by Minnesota <laughs> but to win the game against against New Orleans to go on the road to do that like we've already seen him in playoffs in playoff situations play well I think Shea is better than, than all of them I trust him to lead my offense and for for him also to not be like as fast as Ja or Fox and still be able to get to the foul line and get to the rim as easy as his do- as he does, you put some real scores and some like shooters next to him. Oh, he's his assist numbers are going crazy. Like Shea yeah. Shea still has levels to go, and I think that his potential and everything that he does right now is fantastic. So I'm putting him at four, and then Steph Luca Dame. You, we, we don't have to. We don't have to talk about it. Those are those guys are top three, but those are those are four yeah. and five for me. Okay, yeah, you made a convincing argument. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you got that's it. That's fair. I can I'm, I'm not even going to go ahead and argue that. I think uh, it's very fair. Uh, yeah. yeah I, and on top of that, you didn't even mention Shay's insanely tough caption game on his personal. IP. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he's there. He's <laughs> he's got bars. Yeah, I respect it. Only. Yeah, my only thing about Shea is like, of course, like the offense is fantastic and all that, but I'm just like sitting here and thinking like, okay, like with all these players, there's like, there's there's one, one there's one thing that separates Shea from all of that. I think it's the passing and the vision. He doesn't have the vision of Dane, Steph, Luca, or Tyrese, or Trey, or Jaw, or anything like that. And for me personally, when I think of what makes you one of the best to play at your position, I hold that like pretty high because I think that adds to another level of how unstoppable you are. Now, you know, like Shea easily had like the worst group of players around him and maybe so maybe if things open up a little bit more, Josh Giddy like actually starts shooting on a more consistent level, even though he was already better last season. 
Um, just keep on wrapping the, wrapping them up. Maybe like that old goes ahead and like takes Shay's pass passing playmaking to another level. But I just don't think that's like naturally him. I don't think that's his bag. Yeah, that's and that's fair. why like I just can't have him at that tier. Just because like, in my mind, like in my basketball philosophy, like I just I, his archetype just doesn't scream to me like. I mean, oh yeah, like he's just right. as good of a passer but, as Dame. Dame's the same type of player where he's a god level scorer, similar passer. Like, I don't think they're that different in that way. Uh I I don't I think I think you're underrating Dame's passing just a little bit, but also Dame's like in another stratosphere because he shoots at like an entirely different stratosphere. But of course, I don't even really need to go through like Curry number one, Luka number two, Dame number three. Nobody really cares. That's just what it is. If you have a different top three, you're just wrong. And I crayon eaters. <laughs> crayon eaters. Yeah. That. Number four is Trey Young. You're wrong too. If you don't have him four. There. Honestly, this is yes four. Okay. Four. And I'm standing on all fours for them. Okay. Let me pause. Hold on. <laughs> Dropping down, getting your eagle on. <laughs> <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> I love that. Put Trey Young at four because I see him for what he is not right now, which is flawed. But I do not care. I think that once he, hopefully, like he can be thirty, and I'm still saying this, bro. As soon as he starts to move off ball a little bit, it's over for you. It's over for the entire league. So I have him at number four, and then John Morant still John Morant, regardless of all the BS that's been going on, like. Aren't you sore? Talent. Look. Nah, you're disgusting. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Why? You're actually disgusting. That's funny. Are you sore? <laughs> that, that's funny. <laughs> that's disturbing, Isaac. You know how young your audience is right now? And you're asking me if I'm sore? No, I'm not sore. I never do get sore. <laughs> <laughs> I got stamina. <laughs> <laughs> I can no, do this all day. Like, <laughs> Y'all are nasty, man. That's cool. <laughs> but like, I, I I feel like once you put Trey in the in the specific <laughs> system, and once he conforms to the specific ideology that I hope our new head coach Quinn would put into his head, I think we can easily see him skyrocket. Of course, I'm not mad at you guys for not having him in the system whatsoever because the efficiency was ass, defense always ass, um, and also the fit was ass. Alongside you know what you sound like. Year. You know what you sound like. like when Trey Young starts moving off ball, is a new version of when Russell Westbrook starts setting screens and cutting. It's never gonna happen. He doesn't want to. Let's I said it, it earlier. I said I can, I'm gonna be 30 still saying this, bro. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I will. I will so, say. I, I will say. I I can see the vision for this happening after this year. Like if Trey, if if. Because I, I think that the Hawks, the Hawks look, they look good under Quinn Snyder. Um, and I think that in another season, right, you give him an, an offseason to to come back and really learn that, that system. Him and DeJounte have another year to kind of figure out their chemistry. I can see a world where he does jump up to, to four because his passing is his passing is great. He does have the ability to take over games, to be a high-level scorer. I just... The inconsistency and in, in from him and the Hawks, like, like you were talking last year about the Hawks being top five in the conference, and I just don't see a world where I, I just they made the playoffs. You still owe me my money. No, no, I, listen, we're, we're not. We're not getting into that right now. Okay, let's let's focus on the task at hand. But I'm saying, I 
like I still don't know if if Trey is elevating this Hawks team to that level where like yeah. it, where he he has he has decent pieces around him and I just I don't I don't see it I, I don't I don't see it right now but it but he can he can come out and also like he started last year really really off from three like if he's terrible exactly if he has like a normal shooting season i don't hate it right i don't i don't i don't hate it i don't i don't think you're you're glazing in that sense but like right now i mean listen <laughs> we, we ain't gotta say it but you're doing some work you know what i'm saying you, you're working at the pyramids okay <laughs> you're working at the pyramids, working at the pyramids is crazy <laughs> i warned you before i even read off my list i am like that for trey young all right sorry it is what it is. You said I'm here with it. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. It is what it is. I will stand by this. That's hilarious. But yeah. I don't okay. think any of our lists are like too bad. One thing that I have to say is I think I left Kate Cunningham off on my list as well. I think he's easily gonna be like around top fifteen ish. You are sore. Me fans. <laughs> oh man, it's so bad. That's such a zesty picture, bro. That's crazy. Oh, God. You're a grown man. You're a grown man. <laughs> yeah. Please act like it. <laughs> Tweet like that. You are older than him. Oh my God. Bro. No, Trey Young is 25, man. I think he's 25, but he's going to turn 25 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, you pass this time. <laughs> he's like, just make the cut. <laughs> nine yeah, months man, difference <laughs> there's I'm the list fan. that's funny Isaac right, man. do you have any regrets above your li- about your list whatsoever uh no Rapes. it would just maybe be Ja versus Shea maybe, maybe I'll regret not putting Shea above Ja but it's not the worst mistake mm-hmm. in the world is this the year that Luka takes over from Steph as best point guard in the league it'll never be the year it's not gonna be the year until Steph retires I'm not I'm done predicting Curry Ooh. falling off I'm joking. Like, if Curry's fucking 40, then yeah. But, like, I'm not going to predict the stuff fall off until it happens. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah. a lot of people were... When people were saying that last year, it was going to be the year Luka takes over. But they didn't make the play-in. Damn. Embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> Embarrassing. <exactly. laughs> that Drake clip uh, is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh. <laughs> All right, man. That's what our top this? 30 list. Next week, we'll be doing shooting guards and then small forwards and so on to get us through this offseason while nothing happens in August and July. It'll be great. TD3 freeing the streets. <laughs> so, with that being said, it is TikTok time. Let's go. This is something we really? can all agree about. We can all agree about Crayon eaters <laughs> banging on our doors right now, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> Outside my condominium. <laughs> Love it. As always, we're going to start with the draft. This time, we're going to do a draft of only players that are selected number three in the draft. So, it's a surprisingly deep list of people that went third overall. This is so, a great pick. I think, who had, I had second pick last time, so I got first. Who was third I think last I was time? two last, no, no, no. I wasn't you two. were three? Was I three? Yeah, Mo at first pick, I think. Yeah, so it's me, Donovan, Mo with a draft warrior. No! I want three. Mo, I'll yeah, trade yeah. you. I'll take three this this, this week. <laughs> nope. Can't uh, can't destroy the sanctity of the draft order. Nope. We respect it over here. Nope. Mo, you want two? What? Do you man, want? We're going by the law. Stop. Bro. Law. This man is lame. 
Let's draft NBA lineups with only people who were selected. I said people. <laughs> Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who were selected third overall. First pick, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Knew, knew that was going to happen. Knew that was going to happen. How'd you guess that? I don't know. I know a couple things. Know a couple things. We're here. All right. Uh, all right, I'll go here. Give me Luka Doncic. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could. This is where it's really like up in the air, man. It's a, I feel like it's a, a bit pick. of a reach. It's a bit of a reach, but I, I, it's Luca, so I guess I gotta respect it. Eh, I don't really hate it like that. I don't really hate it like that. All right, so that leaves me with two back-to-back picks. This is nice for you. Don't. Fold I have it. a lot of decisions to make. I know. Don't fold I, could, it. I know. I have a lot of decisions to make. All right, so go ahead. Give me. Jason Tatum. Okay. And then to wrap that around, give me James Harden. Damn, that's a good start. Yeah. Okay. Give me James Harden. Give me my guy. Tatum and Harden. Give me my guy, Carmelo Anthony. You can have him. I he he has to be on my team. That's just like <laughs> if, Melo, if Melo's on the board, he's on my team. You always pick him. I that's swear to God, you never he's miss. Team. Okay, so I got Jordan at my two. This one, this there's so many players here. Like it's kind of a hard choice, just because there's a copious amount of good guys. Yeah. First off, give me Joel Embiid, best center available. Nice. Okay. okay. And then this pick, uh, and then give me Jalen Brown for three. Okay. okay. Interesting. So who do you have so far? I have Jordan, Jalen Brown, and Joel Embiid. Nice. Straight okay. buckets. Okay. Nice. All right, listen. I need a center to combat Joel Embiid. Give me Nate Thurman. Food. Okay. <laughs> it's not moving <laughs> me, man. Listen, not Nate Thurman. Nate Thurman. And listen, to TD3 clips, whenever you put this in the thing, you have to upgrade Nate Thurman. He has that old man strength. Hell no. He has the old man strength. He's going to be able to bully Joel Embiid all day. Do, don't, even, don't even trip. Nobody's like bullying that. Joel Embiid. <laughs> Al Horford. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't make me call Gross. Al. I'll get, yeah, I'll get yeah, him on yeah. the phone. Say that for me. Say that for me, please. Say that for me. <laughs> I'll get him on the phone. Oh, God. Say that for me. All right. So, for my pick, so far, I got Jason Tatum and James Harden. Yep. So, I'm going to put Tatum at my two. Give me Dominique Wilkins at my three. Okay. Okay. And then, so I got Harden, Tatum, and Dominique Wilkins. For the sake of scarcity, give me the Joel Embiid stopper, Al Horford. Food. I wear that with my heart. Both of you. Absolute food. Now, nah, listen, I'm actually more confident about the Al Horford pick than the, than the Nate Thurman pick. Al Horford <laughs> shut him down. <laughs> had him in jail. I, I respect the honesty. He had him in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do I have? I have Luca, Melo, Nate Thurman. I have a one, three, and five. Need to fill this out. I'm trying to see which way do I want the four to go. This is this is very in- interesting, um, dude. Just pick it, dude. Uh, I want I want to I want to I want to irritate this draft so bad because I'm scared that I'm just gonna pick him up. I need a two, and I just need somebody who can get buckets. Pick a four, man, please. No, I'm not taking the four. I'm not. I'm not taking the four. Give me Penny Hardaway. Oh, from Penny Hardaway to two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I do. Okay. <laughs> Give me Darren Williams, my point guard. My lineup, my lineup he's passing bad. And then I have a four left. This, I could go a lot of ways. Give me Pau Gasol, my four. Okay. I yeah. Hate so much Donovan. <laughs> what? You're not seeing the heaven gates. <laughs> You're not seeing the heaven gates for that. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I would take, listen, post move master. Give me Kevin McHale at my four. It's a good pick. Food, but good pick. For who? <laughs> Joel can't Joel guard Kevin McHale. Jo- Joel and Powell are running trains on that team. <laughs> who do you think that they are? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> do you think that they are? <laughs> what is this? I'm kidding. I'm dead. All right. So, I got Harden, Tatum, Choker. Dominique Wilkins. Choker. And I got Horford Choker. at Soft. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Go ahead. Give me who, someone who will be one of the greatest defenders of all time, Evan Mobley. I thought about that. I was going to be Hammer Powell Gasol. That's a good pick. Yeah. I would have picked Powell, but give me Evan Mobley. Like food. For, for Absolute Mc, food. For, for Mikhail, too small. For Mikhail, he can't handle it. Way too small. Crazy. That would put just, on some weight this offseason. He got the same wrist what thickness as me. Two pounds? <laughs> it counts. He's skinny. He, he, he ate one quarter pounder, and now he's different. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, so, so I got of teams. Oh, you go ahead, go. James Harden, Jason Tatum, Dominique Wilkins, Evan Mobley, and Al Horford. My team is so versatile. Your front hey, course is way, your front course is way too small. But that's a good team. All right, I got I got Luca Penny. I can't say this without laughing. Dang, I sold. <laughs> 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 this is crazy. This is crazy. All right, I got I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got Luca, Penny, Melo, Kevin McHale, Nate Thurman. Listen, low key, sucks ass. low key, Nate Thurman, bro. Damn, dog. y'all hating on Nate? Please, please. <laughs> no, that that team makes no sense together. It doesn't make post any up sense. Four. We're straight hoopers. <laughs> you got Melo at the elbow, McHale calling for the ball, Luca dribbling while nobody's paying attention, <laughs> and then you have Penny Hardaway spotting up from three. <laughs> God, <it's> so <laughs> nasty, bro. Melo's the spotted from three. They both got a spot oh, yeah. for three. I've seen that work before. <laughs> oh god. Okay. I got. I should have put Jordan time out, point. Time bro. out. Time out. Mo, don't you say anything about Carmelo Anthony ever again? We just <laughs> uh, ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, we saw you on the internet busting it down for Trey Young. Don't you ever talk about Carmelo Anthony? Again? <laughs> don't you ever? Don't you ever speak on Melo again? Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever do hey, that? Man. Watch him out. Hey, <laughs> Alright, man. I got Darren Williams, Michael Jordan, Jalen Brown, Pau Gasol, Joel Embiid. I mean, it's all right. You know. That good night. It's all right. And Joel and Duo is nice. I got two MVPs. My team fits. My team. Yeah, you have one fraud MVP though, so he's not. Really <laughs> That's true. He, he went off a of race yeah, relation, exactly. so like one of the fakest MVPs ever. He, he got that civil yeah, rights man. MVP. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. Yeah, exactly. I'm the only one with five all stars. I'll say that. Al Horford was an all star. Evan Mobley will be all-stars. an all star. Never well. mind, you have five all stars as well. Tatum and also and also um Harden all stars too. So, I so think I so really the well. thing is, five is bigger than four. 
Well, so your team is your, the worst mode. You have glasses. You're supposed to be able to see things. So can't you see the future and see Ooh. that Evan Mobley is going to be an all-star? I can also see the calendar and know that we're currently not in the future. So that helps. Get a new prescription. Get a new prescription is what I have to say. <laughs> it's time to move on to our second video of the day. A tier list, like usual. Yep, yep. This time we're going to do a tier list of different versions of LeBron James. Ooh, Hard. I like this. Yep. I like this. Yeah, People often debate what the best version of LeBron is. Let's figure it out. Let's do it. Let's put these versions of LeBron James into a tier list. First off, rookie LeBron. I feel like it's no, disrespectful to say anything of LeBron is less than A, but there's so many other better versions than LeBron. Yeah. You just have to put this at B. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, B. come on. B, I mean, we're comparing C him against versions of LeBron. C? C? C. Yeah, C. I mean, comparing him to the rest of the versions of LeBron, gotta be C. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I, hey, hey, I'm okay with that. I thought I was just trying to be <laughs> he nice. Like he's, I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, my B, bad, my bad. No, 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 no. You, you, being, you being way too nice, bro. B is like still one of the best players of all time, and he wasn't that as a rookie. We're, we're comparing him to himself. So, like, Loki is the this is the worst version of Braun. He might be D. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, okay. We kind of have. We're comparing to. him to other LeBrons. So, is this list just going to be A, B, A, B, A, B, or A? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's probably got to be D for rookie. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. For the sake of the experiment, <laughs> we'll do it. Okay. Rookie Braun D. 06 LeBron. His career high in scoring. <laughs> Oh my god, and that year too? God, man. Where 31 points per game in 06. Where spacing was dookie? Yep. This Dang. wasn't the most complete version of LeBron. He wasn't quite the passer he grew into, but he was a great scorer already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who was his... I wonder who his four was that year too. Oh my goodness. I mean, it was probably, <laughs> it was probably like Drew Gooden or something like that. Um, yeah, look at this rusty tweet that Nikhil pulled up. He had two game winners in that uh, playoff run. 06 LeBron was nasty. Do we go B or C? We'll go, we'll go C. B, easy. We'll go C. C? There's okay. there's better versions of There LeBron. is. This, this, this okay. LeBron didn't have the... This is back when people were saying all he did is run and dunk man when they said he didn't have a post game. <laughs> run and dunk man. Was yeah, yeah this, that's how they were talking <laughs> about him back then. It wasn't true. No I'll bad. say that. It was stupid, but... He, he didn't have the IQ and bag he had later in his career. No bag, no skill. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. All right, next up, 2010 LeBron, his last year on the Cavs. That's A2. That's A2 LeBron. Listen, that's it. That was a great That's an MVP season LeBron. Might have, listen, that the athleticism that he had Crazy. in 2009 and 2010 is unseen by nearly anybody else. That is A tier LeBron. Yep, one of the that, most that, athletic players of all time. Damn. This is that version of Braun where you watch his career highlights and you're like, "Holy fuck, he could jump like that at one point." This is the 2019 LeBron. Oh my goodness, bro! I think this was the same. I, there's this one highlight of LeBron from that year too, where I think he was against the Portland Trailblazers yep. or some shit, and his head was literally like it looked like it was fake. It looked like he he, he got he was edited edited from Premiere Pro, but his head was somewhere where it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> 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 this sounds that's, way that's more that's nefarious than it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where was his head, Mo? <laughs> we're just a nasty pod today. That's, that's, that's all we are. All right, next up we have 
2012 LeBron. S tier. Oh, LeBron. S. Oh, my goodness. S, easily. Yes. Yeah, peak of his power is Miami. Like the best player we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Arguably the highest peak in NBA history. Like this, he was peak of his powers athletically still. Put together the post game and stuff after the embarrassing 2011 loss. He was still an elite defender playing alongside other elite talent and making it work without the ball in his hands all the time. The three four percentage was nice. He was hitting oh, the yeah. Hands. yeah, he shot 40% for three randomly. Like, this crazy, crazy player. Yeah, bro. No, this yeah, is... that, that year was easily one of the best players. Probably the best player I've ever seen in my life. It's the best player anybody's ever seen in their life. What's Next this? up, 2015 LeBron, when he first got back to Cleveland. This is fair. No, I actually low key. I actually think that this is also an S, an S, an S tier Bron. Yeah, but he wasn't a worse player than twenty twelve. Yeah. Like this, this gotta be ver- S. This yeah. version of Bron, this version of Bron had, and every everybody talks about it, like mentally. Everybody says that like this Bron was even like levels ahead of where he was in twenty twelve, and so like even listen, it's hard to reach like twenty twelve. Like athleticism, LeBron, but he's probably like 05 percent off where he was three years ago. Yeah, that that team to go to the finals, he almost won Finals MVP on a losing team because he was averaging yeah. crazy like 35, 40 in the finals. Yeah, that's that's we didn't see that since the segregation days. God damn, bro. <laughs> nah, that's yeah, that that's a, that's an iconic LeBron. This is the most underrated year of LeBron's career for sure. Easily. Yeah, y'all proved me y'all proved me wrong by saying that for sure. Next up, iconic twenty eighteen LeBron. Oh, uh, this has to be damn near S. This, this is, is when, also like, an the S bag team. was probably the deepest. This is the deepest his bag has ever been. Game has evolved. The jumper was working. Uh, when it comes to degree of difficulty of jumpers, like yeah. at an all time high, whooping so many teams' ass by himself, fifty points in like what game one, fifty one points, whatever in game one of the NBA finals. Oh my god! Finger through his yeah. goddamn eye by Draymond Green. This was iconic <laughs> year of LeBron James. Yeah, there's never been a basketball mind that works better than 2018 LeBron. The way he just had the game figured out, moving the ball on a string, manipulating everybody on the court at all times. It was just yeah. cerebral. It was ridiculous, dude. There's just one highlight of LeBron back then where he was going against the Philadelphia 76ers, put it behind his back, went through Joel Embiid and some other players' legs or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. He caught it and, bro, that was just iconic. Bro. He was just in his bag that year. Deepest First bag, off, bro. that was an accident, but also <laughs> hey, iconic. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> also <laughs> sick. So, Also, only year in LeBron's career, he played all 82 games. Oh. Matt underrated. Matt underrated. Yeah. And that's not even getting into the playoff run before the finals. All those game winners he hit, he LeBron-to? decimated the, the Bronto, decimated the Pacers. an entire country off of straight of fadeaways. Mm. Mm. Broke nasty. the Pacers' heart, decimated the Raptors. Who did he play after that? Who did? Oh, Celtics, the Celtics. Right? Game seven. Yeah. Game, game. Humble the Bro, Celtics. There's this iconic photo of one of the Morris twins holding LeBron by his shoulders, just like putting all his weight on his back to try to stop him from getting to the cup, and he still scored. And he still finished God. that bitch. That was crazy. Yeah. Ah. He gave fans, he, he gave every single Eastern Conference fan torment, straight pain that year. Ah, but it didn't matter because Kevin Durant is weak. <laughs> Sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. 2020 LeBron. Is this A? 
I think it's got to be A. LeBron was still great in 2020. Like, defense he really was, hadn't slowed down. Defense was that back then. Too. Bro, his defense was crazy in 2020. Yeah, he was putting was a bubble year. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I remember he locked up Kawhi and Paul George in the same goddamn possession, dude. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Vogel had him bought in. He was trying hard on defense again. He was energized after getting AD next to him after he suffered a year playing with children. He, he was all in. He tried to win the MVP, finished second. Great year. Oh, yeah, he God, got that. Bro. Shout out to the GOAT, man. Giving us lifetimes of memories. <laughs> Next up, current day LeBron, 2023. Oh, man. This is C? D? D, come on. He was just hurt in the playoffs He's last year. He's, He's not D. He He's not worse can't than LeBron. play a full season without getting hurt anymore. He's an old man. He can't <laughs> stay healthy. Come on. Fair enough. Come on. I, I'm, still, I'm not putting him down to D, though. He's still a 30-point-per-game score when he's healthy. Obviously, as an uh-huh. old man, you, you got to hope he stays healthy, like you said, but he's still incredible. He's corny on Instagram now. He goes he, he goes for... Oh, for the, my gosh. He goes for the right... I can just imagine the edit for this, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> as a, the Bart Simpson way. <laughs> oh, but listen. LeBron, and he showed it the entire playoffs that he can't play a complete game. He's either going to give you the first half or the second half. But he's he's going to get tired cuz he's old. It just no, he's, his foot was hurt this year in the playoffs. I'm not going to hold that against him. He but. was doing it the whole year. No, he wasn't. He was averaging 30 before he got hurt. The listen, he went for the record and then what happened? What what happened he hurt after his foot. he got the record? That's what happened. He fucking No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not not the games after. The same <laughs> game. <laughs> the same game. Couldn't he had Russell Westbrook on his team. He didn't have a will to live. He couldn't beat the Oklahoma City <laughs> Thunder at home after he went for the record because he gave all his energy for that one night. Russell Westbrook was poisoning his life. That's he had all drained he every night. Did. This man is old. It's D tier. We're comparing him against himself. It's D tier LeBron. He was paying with Patrick Beverly. D tier LeBron. <laughs> And Westbrook, both no, of them. No, D tier is crazy. Do you insane? No, we're going to see. How, how quickly they forget? How quickly we're going they to see. forget? Quickly, they yeah, forget. C, We're going to see. C. He got swept. Bro, By Jokic. He got swept. He can't win a game? He made the conference finals. What? I said, what? He can't win a game? Oh this is hate. This is crazy. Oh goodness, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys, you guys act like they were getting blown out every game. And it's like, oh, it's the Nuggets. They were in every game. And he couldn't, he, he couldn't get it done because he was old. Because he was injured. We've been over this. <laughs> and he's injured because he's old. And because he's injured, because he's injured, he can't do certain things. Guys, come on now. Come we on. We said C, not S. Like, it's not like it was crazy. Come on now. So this is S tier LeBron. As, as rookie? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <man>. I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I Bro hated that. himself out of his chair. <laughs> I did. <laughs> nah, you hated too close nah, to the sun? This is D tier LeBron. Nikhil, you can bring up all the stats you want. I don't care. Watch the games. He's not the same. He's not the same. It's detail LeBron. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh, no. He only averaged 30 for the year. What a fucking bum. <laughs> Stop that. Oh, Stop God. that. Coward. <laughs> All right. That's the tier list. You guys are too nice. That's a, that's a great clip. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. What is the context of this photo? Please. I, I was chosen no to be an what? intern. <laughs> it says it right there. That's what I'm saying. I was the chosen intern. I was chosen to, to be an intern. I was one of. I was yeah. Sports Illustrated hired me three that years ago. That jersey's disgusting, Donovan. And I was hyped. 
And then I photoshopped it. That's one of the biggest jerseys I've seen in my life. Where'd you get that from? Fake jersey. (laughs) That joint is real. It's real? Yes. Show me the receipt. (laughs) Let's launch an investigation. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next video we're going to do. That's hard. We're going to do an NBA spelling bee. Thank you. All right, let's. I'm gonna quote you guys. Listen, Mo, we we already know Mo's had some spelling issues before we came onto the pod. I have no faith <laughs> in him right now. <laughs> let's go ahead and doubt me. I've been doubting my whole life. Let's do it. <laughs> First player off the top, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mo, you first. Okay, cool. G I A N N I S. Okay. A N T E T O U K O. Wrong. What? You're wrong. Donovan, you want to steal? I'm going for the steal. All right. G I A N N I S. Okay. A N T E T T K O U N M P O. You missed an O. You missed an O in there. A N T A N T. I missed the O. You missed the O. K O U N N P O. Worse than me. Give me my point. Nah, this hurts. This hurts. I lost my. so close. Listen, I lost my third grade spelling bee just like this. Is this one's worse? This one's worse. I never even made it to top fifty of my spelling bee in school. I misspelled coyote. It haunts me to this day. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Uh, Next up, Donovan, your word. Pat Connaughton. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. How well do you know white culture? <laughs> okay, let's see. All right. P-A-T. Pat. Okay. Woo. All right. Fair start. C-O-N-N. I can't remember if it's an A or U. We're going to go... Uh-oh. A. Okay. Is there a U? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's a U. Okay. P. Uh, C. O. N. N. A. U. G. H. T. O. N. That's correct. Ah! Wow! Shout out to you. Shout out to you because I was gonna get that shit. <laughs> Come on. Mo, like that. you clutched up. Mo, your next word, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne, oh, his name is his first name is spelled weird as shit. Curveball. Yeah, I know. So D W A. Yeah, I knew it. Can I steal? Go ahead and steal. Go ahead and steal, Donovan. D W Y A N E W A D E. Yeah. Second point for Donovan. Okay, I'm here. I like that. I'm here. I'm I'm an intellectual. All right, you (laughs) respect me as such. Respect me as such. (laughs) Uh, You got that one, (laughs) Donovan. (laughs) You're spelling so hard, he's fucking sweating. (laughs) No, it's 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 getting hot in here. That's crazy. (laughs) He's taking this to heart. He's fucking focused. The third grade is fighting for your life right now. I love it. (laughs) This is therapy. I'm trying to heal my inner child. <laughs> Alright, what's next? Donovan, your word? Victor Wimanyama. Hey man. Alright. V I C T O R 
Okay. W E M B A. Correct. N Y A M A. Damn. Point for Donovan. I was ready to yank I'm that like that. You. I'm like that. Okay? <laughs> Understand that. I was ready to yank that thing from you. <laughs> like that. Pause. Okay. Mo. <laughs> Whoa. For the Yankee with both hands. Whoa. <laughs> I seen Mo's back. <laughs> Mo, your word? Yuta Watanabe. Okay. Y U T A. Correct. W. Okay, let me. Okay, cool. W A T A N A B I. Ah, oh, you fumbled at the one yard line. N A B E. N A B E. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you fumbled it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Isaac is the feds. He's with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Donovan, your word? Marjan Bochamp. Okay. Uh, this is a crazy one. <laughs> oh, he's fucked. <laughs> M-A-R-J-O-N. Correct. The J is capital. You should have specified, but I'll let you slide. Okay, cool. And then <laughs> Bochamp is um, B-E-A-U-C-H-A-M-P. Oh, another point for Donovan. Wow. Listen, I'm, I know how people spell it down here. Name. I know how. Listen, it's Texas and Louisiana. I know how they spell it. They be doing the so, little massacre. Man, they be doing the little, the, the little French wow, thing. I'm sweats. This is the chosen this. intern right here. Come on now. I'm here. <laughs> Mo, your word. Chemezi Metu. And we can move on to okay. the next one. I don't know this one either. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> kidding. Okay. Hit it, Mo. So C-H. Come on. E? This is a podcast. What'd you say? E. <clears throat> Damn, I should have said I. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, you want to try? Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can spell this guy's name. All right. C-H-I. M E Z E C H I C H I M E Z I E M E T U. Got it, got it. Failure. Yeah. Jonathan, <laughs> your word? Justin Champagne. Who? I just I just saw, saw the He's on the Spurs. I just saw how to spell his name. Oh, name. that boy nice. And it's, <laughs> okay. J U S T I N. I just saw his last name. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, Champagne is C H A M P A. It's not P A. G? Yes. N I E? I'm kidding, that's right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nailed it. Wow. That was that was the that was one of the most impressive. Thank you. Listen, I, I have a degree. Okay. I have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of Smo's getting stomped Shit. out. 
He is not the chosen intern. Next up, Mo. Not the one. Mo, your word is Furcon Corkmaz. Furcon Corkmaz. Okay. F-U-R-K-A-N. Correct. And then K-O-R-K-M-A-Z. Mo got one. He's on the board. I'm a freak for looking for knowing how to spell that one because I look at the stats all the time. What? Why? Basketball record. I don't know, bro. Don't ask me. I'd be up at 2 a.m. looking at the weirdest shit on basketball reference. <laughs> don't ask me, man. <laughs> I like how you threw the in basketball reference at the end of that. That was a very necessary part of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Last word, Donovan. Your word is Dirk Nowitzki. Oh my God, that's that's the last word. Okay. Yes. Uh, Fire the commissioner. What the fuck? <laughs> D I R K. N O W I T Z K I Correct! Sixth point for Don. <laughs> this is the biggest stomp out I've ever seen. Six to one. Mo, any closing that statements? Do never be able to sell. spell like me. <laughs> You'll never be able to spell. Read a book. Now I'm playing. <laughs> 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 Amen. No, that was hard. This is rigged. That was hard. You have all the names in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> whole time he's fucking cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I call an investigation. Stop <laughs> 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 uh, Love it. Next video we're gonna do. Donovan, I think you have some signature shoes to show us. Let's let's get into these into this bag, man. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but Devin Booker's signature shoe got leaked yesterday. And we have some thoughts, so we're doing a whole video about rating signature shoes. So this should be good. Rate these NBA signature shoes from 1 to 10. Okay, okay. All right, so the first one we got, we have the Austin Reeves 1. Austin Reeves has a shoe? Yep. Overseas. That's wild, first off. LA hype is crazy, man. I got to get past. I got to get past. Mentally, I have to get past that part first. But once I look at the shoe itself, it's solid. Kind of looks like a Dwayne Wade shoe. I don't hate it. This looks... No, no, Minus. no. It looks like a bootleg Steph Curry shoe. That's, that's yeah, what kinda. it looks like. I, I like a little that. bit. Yeah. He's biting that style. And that's not the What's shoe the, you want a bootleg either. <laughs> no, it is not. What is that target on the side? It's kind of dope, but I got to know what it means. Maybe for AR-15? It's a target. Yeah, for literally AR. Which is kind of nasty. I don't think he's done yeah. enough in his career to have that on his shoe. And I think having it on his shoe is... At least right there is kind of corny. It should have been in the back. That would have been hard. Oh yeah, the back would have been sick. I'll give yeah, this a. Like I'll, yeah. I'll give this a five. It's a decent shoe. Honestly, I, yeah, I would say it's like a. Five We're gonna see worse. Sure. So this, this is this is a solid shoe. What company is this? Not that bad. I have I no it's idea. At, it's it's a, I it's, a, like it's a Chinese company though. Ah. It, it probably is answer though. All right, next shoe we got these throwbacks, these Grant Hill Filas from nineteen from the mid nineteen nineties. Man, see back in the day, these were hard. But in 2023, these are disgusting. This, these are not even, these should not be even Googleable in my mind. These look like a Mr. Clean dry eraser. Listen, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You get a, listen, if you get like a Fila tech suit situation going on, these would be kind of hard. If I see you and Fila dripped out from head to toe, I'm going to have questions. 
Feli and dripped out head to toe. I'm assuming you switched careers, Donovan, and you have became a dry cleaner. These are the perfect dry cleaning shoes. Super comfy, get around the house, sparkly clean. You got to keep them them bitches clean as hell, or else nah, you have fraud with them on. <laughs> these are some stompers. If Draymond stompers. Green hit Demontis Sabonis with that move with these on, we would not have a Demontis Sabonis anymore. That's hilarious. Yeah, he'd be in prison. <laughs> Manslaughter. Assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, give him a f- I'll give him a five, too. They were good in their day. I'm not going to hold them too much. For I'm not no one is wearing these I really like anymore. These. I think I'd casually like- you could try to wear them, but maybe that gives us like a six. These would look decent if they were low top. Oh no, no! If you if you make these low top, then you get those those white girl shoes that everybody was wearing three years ago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> You're a TikToker dressed like Addison Ray. <laughs> All right, next one. Next one. Another throwback. The Mike. The got another throwback. The Jordan Thirteen. He got games. Hard. Got, it's hard. Classic. I don't think the Thirteen model. I don't. The, I don't think the Thirteen silhouette is good enough to be like a ten. But I'll give like an eight or nine. It's definitely an all time colorway. These are beautiful, and the fact that you hate on 13s in any way is despicable. These are a 10. I don't hate on them. They're just not like top tier Jays. I mean, they kind of look like a mattress. It's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't tell you to wear your grandma's couch on your shoes. It's not my fault. Come on now. Come on now. We're, we're hating on they're, greatness right They're now. definitely not one of the best retros, but they are easy, of course, like iconic. They're, the last, they're one of the last retros that people actually care about. What do yeah, the 14s the... look like? No one knows. <laughs> nah, 14s are better than 13s. I'm not going to lie. Whoa, what? That's Ferrari, oh, Ferraris? You get your That's crazy. Revoked, For Ferrari 14s? Uh, Ferrari 14s are hard. Stop that. No. Duct tape his mouth, please. <laughs> Y'all are asleep. Y'all are asleep on the Ferraris. Uh-uh. I'll, I'll give this a solid eight. Please. This no, solid next, eight. next topic. Next shoe. Next shoe. I'm upset. The LaMelo Ball once. Hard. I, I like them. Hard. It's kind of Kyrie esque. I like the colors. It fits Lamelo. I'll, I'll give it a good eight. I agree. I agree with the eight. These are also very good. I just bought them. They they perform uh, well as well. But I got them in the all white colorway. These are fire. How many points <laughs> I you dropping them? That's the that's the first question. What's up? How many points you dropping those? Twelve. <laughs> that in was the game an honest 15, answer. In the game to fifteen. In the game to fifteen. Woo! Yeah, these are hard. <laughs> They they describe Melo perfectly. The <laughs> mid tops are fire. <laughs> Overall, these are hard. Ten out of ten. The Melo <laughs> bringing Puma back to life. We got these Trey Young twos. These are ugly. I do not like these. These look long as hell. The mesh doesn't work for me with that thick ass sole. It it just looks real like mid two thousands. Every like time like an body key. <laughs> I feel like the tight toe is trying to like move around like poke out like a turtle's head. I don't know what it is. Those those soles are just they just look mad bubbly. It's just weird. It's, I don't, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. You know the guy from Despicable Me that's wearing like the tracksuit? Yes, he would wear these. These are vector shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the yes. court, I feel like these would probably be a ten. Love the colorway. I love the flexibility. I'm capping out my ass. These are. <laughs> I'm a much for Trey, but I'm not going that far. <laughs> I don't. Okay, don't ask me to explain it. But these give me the same vibe as the movie I Robot. Mm, understand? No, I'm gonna need you to explain that one. I don't see. It. I can't. <laughs> I can't. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Next, <laughs> next, next. You. <laughs> we got the Rus- we got the Russell Westbrook. Why not zero point one? These are horrible. 
This is like a worse version of the... What are those Jordans that had that strap on the top? The 20s? The 20s, yeah. This is a worse version of the Jordan 20s, which are already not good. This is awful. Why is this happening? It's a cow? No, this is like... I don't know what I'm looking at. This is like like Zion's terrible shoe mixed with Jason Tatum's terrible shoe mixed with Luca's terrible shoe mixed with the worst Jordan ever. This is not a solid shoe. He looks like... Should be on unemployment right now. (laughs) Bro, you make these all black? These are something Batman would wear. Like, this is crazy. Like, what's that big ass? You have to be under the sewers to be wearing these, bro. No way you're wearing these. (laughs) They got a tire on the back? Like, what is this? You got a spare tire in the back. You got air ventilation in the back for your heel. (laughs) What is going on here? They say, give me that Jeep shoe, tire on the back. Yuck. Zero. (laughs) I hate these. This is gross. Yeah, uh, I don't even zero. know where to start. This is all just this was like the worst part of every other shoe you can think of combined into one. You know this what is thing scary. is though? This fits Russell Westbrook. This is a swole ass shoe. This is a swole a buff <laughs> motherfucker wears. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh all right, God, next man. one. Brolic ass shoe. We have the KD fourteens. These are cool. Hard. These, this is cool. This is a high, this, this colors look like some hieroglyphs. This is dope. This is the shoe the of a man who just tore his Achilles. That is exactly <laughs> what this is. That pad on the back is so OD. It is so just big. And I I can't I can't get behind that. It's just it's like a six for me. I like it. It's definitely like a Tron ass looking shoe, but I, I like it. The colors work for me. I, I like the ridges on the back. I'll give it a seven. Listen, man, I'm a fool for throwback. The strap reminds me of the KD fourteens, and I'm with it. All or the KD fours, and I'm with it. All. It's hard. I give it like a solid seven for sure. Solid seven, eight. I wouldn't wear these on the court, but for vibes, these are definitely like solid, respectable. Yeah, the midsole is the worst part, but I like them. <laughs> yeah, the, this, this shoe had so much potential, though, for sure. For sure, for sure. Okay, we have we have two more. We have two more, and I'm about to send them right now. This one, we have the Anthony, <laughs> we have the Anthony Edwards one. Man, where do I begin? This fucking is this is awful, by the way. I'll start there. Um Well what do, what do you think, Mo? I don't even know how to talk this about is, this. This is speech. This is awful, but you gotta look at it through a different lens, and when you do, get on some acid. This looks hard. <laughs> no, nah, you're right. If I, if I take a step back, close my left eye, close my right eye, look at it through that lens, it's still terrible. This, exactly. With these, this mesh I feel is like too I much. Clean I can dish. see through the shoe. I can see through. I can scrub the grimiest shit off of my pen. <laughs> that it's just, it's just uncomfortable, bro. That whole mesh. It looks like it looks like the mesh at the bottom of a urinal. Like this, that's not good. <laughs> I don't. I don't rock with this. We got. We need justice for Anthony Edwards. He has to have a better shoe. I feel like I can grate some cheese on it and get a nice even shred. <laughs> I'll make some bomb nachos with these shoes. This shoe slick looks like the old dames. I forget which ones they are, but they look like some old dames. But the mesh thing is just not it, bro. It kind of looks hard. The shape of it is hard, but damn, how much breathability does Ant need? His feet be singing like that? <laughs> Facts. No, it looks like a football. <laughs> That's <Okay>. accurate. <laughs> okay, the Devin Booker ones. Man, these are Air Force Wands. These are horrible. <laughs> thank you. Oh my thank goodness. You. Thank these you. Are thank you. Thank you. Nah. I knew I knew Devin Booker has a Mexican in him. This shoe shows it. This is <laughs> this is terrible. 
He's stomping around the schoolyards, looking like my cousins. Bro, <laughs> there's no way Heelys don't pop out of the shoe, bro. There's no way. You can't tell me that. Every skater on the block are wearing these, bro. He's putting up for the skating community. Flash, he didn't fucking this Ollie's. Paramore, this shoe is for you. <laughs> he tried to mix an Air Force One and a Nike Cortez and just said, let me play basketball in them. And that's what we got. Facts. <laughs> this, is, this, is for, this is for the kids that really love Travis Scott, probably have an Edgar haircut, eat a lot of hot Cheetos. <laughs> it's for you. Oh, bro, there's someone, there's someone who you're literally describing and they're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Feel attacked. <laughs> Uh, bro. What do you mean, way? You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, uh, that's all we got. That's shoes all the shoes we got. Awesome. Yeah, those shoes suck. Okay, God. one more video we got. We're gonna do which NBA player has more Instagram followers. Ooh. So I'm gonna I'm all about my clout. <laughs> all right. So which NBA player has more Instagram followers? Jason Tatum or Trey Young? I'm going Jason Tatum. Tatum, Tatum easy. I'm going Jason Tatum. Easy? Kids love yeah, Trey Young. Kids love Trey Young, but like the mass media for real don't love Trey Young like that. It's Tatum. He's on the Celtics. Tatum. True. That's a good bump. All the Caucasians fail to follow him, man. What? <laughs> yeah. He's handsome. Yeah. Come on, man. He's on, he's he on the Celtics. Too. He went to Duke. Yeah, I'm going Jason Tatum. It's raps. Mm, yeah. The, the, the Duke boost is useful. Trey Young has yeah. 5 million. Jason Tatum has 6.4. Yeah. Yeah. Knew that. Knew that. Right, next up, LaMelo Ball or Lonzo Ball? Oh, it has to it has to be Lonzo. LaMelo. It has to be LaMelo. It has to be Lonzo. Lonzo came out first. He was first he on did. the scene. It has to be Lonzo. He did, but I think that LaMelo has Stick to your answer. You can't switch on my side, Lonzo. Okay, I'm not switching. You're wrong. It's, it's Lamelo. Lamelo coming from where you whoop my ass during that. Lamelo has been more. Lamelo has been more active, especially since Lonzo's knee has like as you know. Ever, ever since he's gotten hurt, Lamelo's been just he's been great. House of Highlights has pushed him like crazy. That is true. But that Lavar Ball propaganda was generational, and that stirred up a lot. Easily Lamelo. Easily Lonzo. I'm, ta- I'm taking did, LaMelo. Did the work of Jesus, man. He was crazy. <laughs> LaMelo has 10 million. Lonzo has 17.4. 17? Yeah. 17 Bro, million followers. That's, that's LaVar Ball's work. That's crazy. Sh- hey, um, shout out LaVar Ball. Yeah. Big baller brand One took the over the country when Lonzo came out. Ever. He was a phenomenon. Exactly, bro. I was watching the, the reality show, Ball in the Family, every week. Facts. I was tuned in. Bro, <laughs> Lonzo was so famous, he had Magic Johnson wondering if he's better than himself. God, that's so crazy, man. Magic Johnson was like, listen, I was nice, but this Lonzo kid, he's different. Side, <laughs> bro. And he just... That's he, Magic being Magic. first NBA game ever, he gets a bitch. Magic would say that about drops him, like two points. Ugh. <laughs> All right, next up. Kobe Bryant or Steph Curry? Hey, man. Come on. This now. is hard, but it has to be Kobe. I'm going to try and do this. Yeah. Mm, I I don't know. Kobe, Kobe. I will go. We'll go. Kobe. Curry is Curry, but I think it has to be Kobe. Nah, this is sure. this is such a nasty matchup. 
<laughs> why? Yeah. The, the two of the most I famous players. Like like one of them's dead. What do you mean? Why? Is it yeah, bad? exactly. Once it's what does that got to do with anything? <laughs> nah, man. That has a lot. To this. That's a real. There's some weird like media push. Like whenever an artist passes away or whatever, like they just gain in it. Like everything just ten x. Yeah, like yeah, like, like people are gonna unfollow stuff. Kobe. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> has to be but, Kobe. Anyways, it doesn't even matter. Kobe has 21. Curry has 53 million. You set a dead man up. How do you feel? Oh my god! <laughs> How do you feel? How do you feel? How <laughs> 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 you say? Good luck, Superstar. You're acting like I called him. You're acting like I slurred him up because I said Curry's like, more famous. Now. Come on now. <laughs> we should have never did this in the first place. <laughs> this man is so offended. <laughs> Oh, These are Instagram followers. It's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he hijacked the TikTok game about to cry. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to shed a tear. <laughs> no, uh, I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> We're talking about Instagram followers. He's fucking reminiscing. <laughs> you set him up. Oh, God. <laughs> set him up for losing an Instagram competition. Who gives a shit? Bro, listen. Yeah. <laughs> you try. <laughs> Steph has had three more years to get Instagram followers over Kobe. You think oh you think God, Steph bro. gained thirty five million followers in three years? He would have won no matter what. He's had a chance. <laughs> Kobe never had the opportunity. That's all he wanted. All he wanted was the opportunity to compete. <laughs> and you are putting him in a situation where he can't do that. And now we're up here sitting sitting here talking about Kobe. In this life, you are the most dramatic person to ever walk the fuck. Kobe earth. was never even about clout in the first place. He was just about putting, putting your head down and working. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh you are here talking about bro. clout, about Instagram clout, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my god, I'm crying. It goes against his being. <laughs> oh my god. Hey man, clout. It's crazy. <laughs> this is nuts. Anthony Edwards or Alex Caruso? Ant's better, but like Caruso's white, and so I feel Alex like Caruso white America. Has LA <laughs> he's white, plus he's in L.A. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like white America has embraced him. Like he plays LA like like Chicago. the frat bros. The the frat boys have to love Caruso. <laughs> his Yo, jerseys are doing numbers. His jerseys yeah. going triple platinum in them frat parties, bro. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Alex Caruso's hood definitely represents him. <laughs> yeah, loud and proud, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Caruso right now. Caruso. Alex Caruso has 1.5 million followers. <laughs> Anthony Edwards has 1 million. Yep, Caruso. Damn, man. Get your cloud up, man. Damn. Thanks. It's because he's in Talk Minnesota. On a podcast. <laughs> he need to come to New York. Facts. Facts. <laughs> right, next one. Luka Doncic or Jordan Poole? It has to be Luka. Luka has an international pool. Think, yeah. Right, yeah. Have you seen the Golden State fan base? The guy Andrew Wiggins, an all-star starter. That was the K-pop fans right there. <laughs> uh, I'm going yeah, Luka. It has to be to Luka. Luka. The international pool is crazy. His IG looks phenomenal. He don't even run his IG, bro. He be posting some crispy pics every other day over there. For no <laughs> yeah. It has to be Luka. I feel like after the Hookah Donches incident, following went up. Skyrocket. <laughs> All right, it's Luka Donches. Thought I got you the trick one. Jordan Poole only has 2 million. Luka's at 8. Yeah, damn. That's a big-ass difference. Yeah. <laughs> Pooling like that. Next one, Austin Reeves or Rudy Gobert? It has to, it has <laughs> to be it has to be be Rudy. Austin had he's had a nice run, right? He he might get there, but Rudy 
Rudy's been around for for some time now. We got to give him the nod. The overseas He's international pool too. is crazier than the LA pool, so I gotta go Rudy too. You think, you think France is mobilizing like that? Like they're just flocking to Rudy Gobert's Instagram? France has the most for sure. <laughs> Rudy Gobert has eight hundred thirty three k. Austin Reeves has nine hundred forty k. Yo, Rudy Gobert's a lame. I tried the one time. <laughs> I hate He's the a lame. Time Rudy I try. I try. Down, dude. I try serious? to give him credit in something, and you <laughs> wonder why I clown him. This man was in the G League two months ago, and you can't do anything. You lame. You lame. Dude. That actually upsets Dude. me. What? Get your cloud up, Dude. please. Donovan cares so much about Instagram conversation. <laughs> please, get your cloud up. Bruh. Do something. Oh my You're god! You're ruining my competition, Rudy. Damn. <laughs> oh, that's one hell of a way to end the episode. That's all we got today. <laughs> if you're still here, comment. Rudy Gobert is a lame. I want to see that in the comments. <laughs> Please. Oh Let's get it. <laughs> uh, comment Rudy Gobert is a lame and comment Donovan is dramatic. I want to see both flooded. <laughs> I tell the, the truth. Likes, I tell the truth. <laughs> Cut. Spam the likes. Let's get 2,000 likes this podcast. Facts. Or three. three see y'all later. <laughs>